All right, everyone, welcome into a brand new episode of the Dive In Deep Show podcast. This is episode number 125. I'm your host, Rudy Ray, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Adam and Jason. Almost good. What's going on, fellas? Uh, yeah. Basketball to be back, man. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited. About to, like I said, I got the Wimby game going on right next to me. Well, we're, I think we all got it going on, so we're going to be keeping up with that. But yeah, we have 641 subscribers. If you guys are watching us for the first time, go ahead and hit that like button, hit the subscribe button. And uh, yeah, especially if you're coming over from Instagram. Our Instagram reels have been doing really good, so if, uh, hopefully people will start migrating over to the YouTube channel. But, uh, you know, we have went from, I think this is the fastest we've went from like 0 to 100, from like 300 to 600 or whatever number we're at now. Like the jump has been a lot faster, so... I think we've been doing a pretty good job with some of those YouTube shorts, yeah. But yeah, we're going to get right into it. We're going to get past this football stuff. going to run through it quicker than usual so that way we can talk basketball. So let's get right into it, man. Let's talk about the Week 8 Power Rankings. Uh, I have my list. How do we want to do it? Because I think last week we did it differently. Do we want to just start from one again or do we want to – we, how did we do it last time? I don't remember. How we did it, like how we always do, you just do? one to ten. I think we started yeah. from one. I think we did it. Okay, well, we always do that. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. I, we did something different last week. Working formulas. I don't remember what what it was, but at number I think one, talking about, I don't know. Yeah, it was something. I don't remember. Okay, but at number DC. one, we have Kansas City Chiefs. It's pretty easy at this point. It's, it's almost, it's inevitable, man. We, they were eventually going to be there. He's got. I know he has Philly. No, I'm signing because another. Okay. No, I'm signing because it's another year. Another yeah. freaking Chiefs at the top. I'm sick of these guys, but <laughs> they're number one. Yeah, they're number one That's easily. True. Okay. Yeah. And number two is where I had Philly, though. Yeah, I got them too. You don't think they got any argument for one? I was, I was kind of surprised. I expected Jason to be fighting for them. I feel like you're always fighting for that Eagles team. I still got the Niners too. You got the Niners too? Really? After two mm-hmm. straight losses? I do. Um, you got to explain Eagles, that you know, one. They, had, I, I still think top to bottom, they've you know, you know that that was a rough L to the uh, to the Vikings on Monday night. But I, I just, you know, maybe I can't make the case that they've been as impressive this up until this point as Philly. But I, I just still think at you know at their best, I'm still taking the Niners. You know, they were. You know, a couple just awful Brock Purdy throws from winning that game. And, I mean, the Vikings, you know, I tried I, I tried telling you, Rudy, like, this isn't a bad Vikings team. Like, they're not a bad team. Like, you know, their record might have indicated they're, they're a, you know, good team. I don't think they're going to be in the playoff come yet at the end of the season. But uh, they're, they're still a formidable opponent for any any team. If you're playing the Vikings, you're, you're going to get – you're going to be in a fight more than likely. Hey, as far as I, I ain't so sure they ain't going to be in the playoffs. Looking at that schedule going forward, they've got a very favorable schedule. Yeah, you know, I say uh, we're not talking about the Vikings, but Packers, Va- Falcons, Broncos, Bears, Raiders. Yeah. There's some free wins. I know. I was saying this off season that their defense got worse, which talent wise, I believe they did. But hiring Brian Flores for them to be their DC has really done wonders for their defense this season. So. You know, I, I just, you know, not don't want to 
poop on them too hard for, in my opinion, losing to a formidable opponent in the Vikings. And then, you know, last week being a missed field goal away from being six and one or five and one, whatever it is. I guess that's fair. So, but overall with the voting, voting wise. Yeah. They still got, they still got party the rest of the year though. I mean, <laughs> Maybe not nowhere. this week. Sam Darnold. That's true. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold takes over, plays some good football. It it could be a whole from MVP to not a starter. Has that ever happened before? Mid-season, uh, no way, no way. <laughs> that's insane. Well, I know that me and Jason uh, we'll watch see. a lot of pick aside. I remember Joel. He posted it again today, but Joel had predicted that Sam Darnold was gonna was gonna eventually become the starter. Oh. <laughs> I was kind of along. I, I wasn't predicting it, but it was. It wouldn't shock me. I think it would definitely shock me to, for them to, let's say, let's say Sam Darnold has one or two good games. You can't just switch over to him. Like you can't. <clears throat> that's Trey Lance all over again. The Niners do that all the time, man. This this team does not care. They throw the guy out there, whoever. It's what have you done for me lately? You can be a great quarterback if the Niners quarterback that comes in is playing better. Sorry. I just don't think that's healthy, man, for, like, your organization. Especially after everyone's all in on Brock Purdy. I mean, he's not going to be perfect every week. I get it. He was probably overhyped. But, I mean, just, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, he's only out because of a concussion. So, he, what, missed one game at most? Yeah. Never know. But, yeah, probably one game. But Okay, so yeah. voting-wise, we got Eagles, though, at two. Philly. Okay, that, three? at three, I got the Dolphins. I dropped the Niners a, quite a bit. I got the Dolphins, too. Bro, they lost two really? straight games, Jason. Where, and I'm, where is where is the quality win for the Dolphins? What are we talking about? Where is it? I'm Show not gonna, it to me. I'm not going to argue that. I just think that they're a better, hotter team right now. I can't. I mean, I'm outvoted, but I don't see that at all. You come off you, – you, they've had two times this season where it's like, all right, you know, here's your test. And they folded every each time. The Niners, yes, they lost to the Vikings. They lost to the Browns. Are we not – are we just forgetting that they completely dismantled who was arguably a top one team in the Cowboys just a couple of weeks ago? Like, I don't get the Dolphins at all. I'm sorry, but, I mean, I'm, I'm not numbered here. Well, are they not your number four? No, I have three teams over them. Okay, I is a little too much. I I just think, I think there there's the up and down with the Dolphins, like you said, with they don't have that quality win. But I just think there's a firepower on that team that just keeps me invested, keeps me feeling like this is a team that can compete at the highest level. Because when they get on that field, I know they've had these losses, but come playoff time, Tyreek's out there, Tua's out there, those guys are out there. They're, they're going to shoot it out with any team. I really think they can. And that run game especially has been super impressive. And, I mean, we're still talking about the defense, obviously, is the biggest concern. But Jalen Ramsey. But why, why, where, 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 were these, where were these shootouts versus Buffalo? Where was the shootout versus Philly? Like, you know, they've had these opportunities. And, you know, Niners off two L's. How embarrassing. It was a two, three-point loss to the Browns, which your kicker missed the field goal, and then and the, the game after ended on a Brock Purdy interception. It did, when, they, they shouldn't have gone down to the field goal against the Browns. You're, you're supposed to be a better team than that. That, that great offense shouldn't... Should, no, they got destroyed. They got destroyed by the Bills. They got destroyed. 
a road divisional game against a very tough team. Obviously, the Bills have lost games, but this is still a very good team. And they lost to the Eagles, who are the second best team in the league. The Niners got waxed by the Browns, who are honestly a laughing stock outside of that. How did they get waxed? How? How did they get waxed? They still got beat. I, they got it's beat. not waxed. No, you're, you're, you can't they use... The Browns is disgusting. They kind of did. Hey, Jason, they, they kind of did get waxed. I'm, I'm with Adam there. Just the Browns offense kind of sucks. They missed a field goal at the end. And they shouldn't have even been in that situation. You're the best team in the league, supposedly, and you're playing the Cleveland Browns. This I'm still I'm still waiting on the quality win for the Dolphins, as if they haven't had opportunities. The Browns are not terrible. They're not. We're gonna have the Browns in the top ten because they're not they're not terrible. We're gonna have them in the top ten. What I'm saying is the Dolphins' losses are to actual good teams. San Francisco lost to jokes. Teams that we, we were just, talking we about. Just, we were talking about Minnesota throwing away their entire roster a couple weeks ago. I get they're good. I get they're going to have a good season. But we're, this is still a team that we were talking about as falling apart. Are they going to win a game? Where's Kirk Cousins going to be playing this season? Justin Jefferson isn't playing. Jordan Addison missed time. TJ Hawkinson went down in the game, and they still lost. Kirk Cousins was still running over this best defense in the league. It's a mid- they lost to a middle-of-the-pack team and a top-ten team. By one score each, and the Dolphins lost to a top ten, two top ten teams. The number no, two teams those those were the guys who got waxed. The Dolphins, they got waxed because they 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 wasn't even they weren't in those games. It's better teams though. Those are your tests. This is the same thing we had with the Dolphins last year when they started off great, and then they had the stretch of games where it's like, all right, Dolphins, this is time for you to prove it. And so far, it's looking like the same thing as last year. I will say that the Chargers game wasn't an impressive win. I mean, you're not going to say y'all are ass. Have you watched the Chargers this year? I have. Y'all aren't ass. You're just unfortunate. We're not good. We're not a good team. I'm not. I'm not saying you're a good team. I'm just. I'm. I'm assuming you're not going to say you're horrible because you're a You aren't. I mean, we're not. We're not like a bottom feeder, but we're. I wouldn't like if you say, "Oh, what if we beat the Chargers?" The Chargers are not a good team. Well, the ga- game, okay, but I mean, like the game went- was impressive, and the game versus New England that they, the New England made it tough. New England just beat Buffalo. We see that they can fight any, you know, any given Sunday, just like you say. So not every win that you get. I understand what you're saying. The the two losses are there and they stick out. But right now I'm I'm doing my power rankings off hotter teams. So that's why I had them up there. Okay. Where what spot so did you have them win. in? I guess so. I had them at six. That's just that's that's mm, I can't nah, I don't see that at all. I mean, you come off two L. You had two tests this. You had two tests this season to prove you belong with these top teams, and they failed. You have the, the Bills Niners over them? Have... No. Okay. All right. Let's just go to the next team then. So we got the top three by you know process of vote. So at four is where I had the Niners. Yeah. Okay, sure. that's solid. Okay, at five, I got the Ravens. Ravens. I still got Dallas over them, but I, I I had Ravens next, so I'm not gonna fight it too much, honestly. I think they're very comparable teams, high quality, salt, very good defenses on both sides, questionable quarterbacks, solid. Uh, Ravens don't really have the mm. weapons. We get, we we we, we got to stop with the Lamar. Dallas we got to stop with the He's Lamar questionable. He's not he mediocre. Game. It's great. 
he's he's above average. He had a great game. He's had a lot of bad people. He had one good game, and then people were talking like, "Man, we got to talk about how great this season for Lamar was." He's got eight fumbles. He's got several interceptions. He can't control the ball. Three interceptions. That's that's the life of a quarterback that runs a lot, especially with the fumbles. I mean, a couple of them were unfortunate, but I'm just saying he's not mediocre. And you're not wearing your Steelers hat today, so it doesn't look like all the other times when you say it looks like you're just hating on Lamar. He's a good Which I can, I can, I can, I can respect, I can respect some good old divisional hate. I can always respect that, but yeah, no, he's calling him mediocre. Is just one, one week he can be a top three quarterback, and one week he can be a bottom five quarterback. That's just how he is. He's got that range. I mean, and we've seen it. We've the seen only it. quarterback that doesn't have those kind of games is literally Patrick Mahomes. I mean. Maybe Josh Allen. Yeah, have we not seen Josh Allen just come out and completely lose his team games because he's just completely reckless with the ball? Like, why do we just shit on Lamar? I get it because you're a Steelers fan. I get it. He has the range. Josh Allen also has that range. I just think I've seen Josh Allen do more. Like, I just I, I love the way Lamar's playing this season. I think he's been playing. He's this is all. I think it's arguably better than his MVP season. It's just that he was more electric that year. He still has like no weapons outside of Mark Andrews. Like he's working with Nelson Aguilar. And, and the, see, I think that's a concern. And I don't, I don't, it, it was a weird move to me for the Ravens. Like I get, you want to prolong Lamar's longevity. And if that's what this whole move's about, that's cool. But you're taking away a lot of this guy's ability when you switch off this running offense that is what made him a top five quarterback in the NFL for a season. But right now he's a top five quarterback playing the way he's playing. He had a great game. I'll give you that. Top five quarterback were leaping, jumping around to try to make if, this if, man look a lot better than he if, does. If Lamar wasn't there, would they have the the record they have now? No, they'd have like maybe two wins. He's why they're winning too. Without him, he gets hurt every single year, and they still play well without him. After he'd already made them good enough to make the fucking playoffs, he had the cakewalk of the schedule last year, and then Tyler Huntley comes in and plays the difficult games. You go back and look at that schedule that they played last year. There's not a lot of games that Tyler Huntley lost where you put Lamar in, and you're like, oh yeah, they had to win that game. They just lost to tougher opponents. Jason got a rebuttal because I don't remember the schedule from last year. I mean, no, I'm not going to remember yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> that's a schedule right now, but... Yeah, no, I'm, but just to get back to the power rankings, yeah, I'm fine to have Baltimore. They're my number six team behind Dallas. Okay, but and I had... Baltimore, do we go Dallas? I had Dallas at six. I think it's fair. Very fair. Just did, um... That'd be a fun guy. I, I would love to see Dallas and Baltimore play. I think that'd be a very fun, if not absolutely ugly game. That'd be interesting. Okay, so the, uh, number seven is where I have the Lions. I got Buffalo got still. I'm got Jacksonville. On them. I get I get it. I get it. They're struggling, but I still know what kind of team Buffalo is despite these unfortunate games that they've had. Okay, so we got to do it this way then. So, Adam, yours, what's your seven? Jacksonville, so. No, Rudy had uh, you didn't have Lions. Yeah, the Lions. So my, my seven my, and eight uh, is Lions and Bills. So I'm, I'm just I'm I'm done on Detroit. I've, yeah, I this is what Detroit is. I, I, I think we've seen the true Detroit. That's the true Detroit. That I, performance they put up. That top five defense got cooked by Lamar Jackson. Like, come on. I have Jaguars at nine. 
I had Jaguars and then Lions, so. So either Jaguars or Lions. I'd go Lions. <clears throat> I mean, we know. I'd go Jacksonville. All right, then we got to go Jacksonville, I guess. Jacksonville at, what is that? What spot is that? Is that eight? Seven. Now I got to, I still got to go Buffalo, man. I'm going Lions. <laughs> Not losing on this team. I got Lions. All right, Detroit. All right. When, when at what draw. point are you are you are you are you gonna like be like you just don't care anytime Buffalo loses? <laughs> I know. Lose five straight and be like, hey, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. <laughs> it does feel a little bit like that. Uh, give, you know, give, give me one more loss. Give me give me one more big unfortunate loss. Uh, they get the Bang or no, they get Buccaneers this week. So okay, like it ain't just Hopefully. a bunch of straight L's. It's a bunch. It's ugly performances like that Giants game. Like they probably could have lost that one too. I know. No, so, I know they have an ugly performance. It just feels like the kind of team that they'll, they'll cut it on eventually, you know, but who knows. All right, for the no, last spot. I'm sorry, Adam. I have the so who do we, Wait, who do we have at nine? At nine, it's the Bills. Uh, did we agree on that? Yeah. I mean, well, I, I figured. That's where I had him. That's where I had him. Oh, okay. All right, so yeah, I'm going with Buffalo. You, there's no way the Seahawks are better than the Steelers. Uh, let me see. I had a, a point to prove. I think the Seahawks are scoring more points and allowing less points, or have so far this season. So that that was the, literally that what was my ideal. That's what I, that's how I made my decision. I mean, the Seahawks play a crapshoots, man. They're beating up on like the Cardinals and the Giants and the Panthers, and we're excited for this team. They got waxed by the Rams, and the Steelers just beat the Rams this week. I mean, their defense is underrated, and their offense is clearly better than y'all's. Or their Steelers. defense is underrated, but that doesn't make them even close to the Steelers. Their offense has been better than us. Geno hasn't been that good, though, and I don't trust Geno. I, I, I will say it looks like he's regressed from last year. More than I trust Geno Smith. I don't think that's a ridiculous argument, especially coming down to clutch time. Kenny Pickett looks like one of the best fourth quarter quarterbacks in the NFL. Unfortunately, he has to do that every week because this team stinks for three quarters, but they get it done when it counts. I know Jason has Cleveland over there, and he's just being quiet right now. You got Cleveland? I'm letting y'all talk. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I got Cleveland. No, They've I'm... been getting getting these great wins with horrible quarterback play, and Y'all want to shit on the Niners so much for losing to them. Let's hype up the team that actually beat them. I'm not going to lie. I had the Browns at 12 behind the Steelers. We had the Browns on last week. How did they drop? And the Seahawks went up with a lot with a win to the Cardinals? They, they gave up 38 points to Gardner Minshew. Like how, they, I, I get they won by one point, but they literally had a shootout against Gardner Minshew. They have P.J. Walker at quarterback. They shouldn't be in this game. I, yeah, they this, shouldn't this, be in a shootout though. With Gardner, PJ Walker is an XFL quarterback. <laughs> they shouldn't be in the game. They don't have Anthony Richardson playing. It's not like they got their starting quarterback out there. Yeah, they've been, yeah, they've been really good with Gardner Minshew. If you've actually watched the Colts this year, they've yeah, been we're really we're good we're with Minshew. Like if you take out PJ Walker and put Deshaun Watson in, we're looking at a better team. I can't guarantee that the way Deshaun Watson has played. Right I, I didn't mention Deshaun Watson. I'm just saying the quarterback play they've had has not mattered. It's been bad, and they still won against really good teams. One of them was number one for the better part of the season. I know, and that, that bad quarterback play is going to carry with them all season, though. 
the I mean, that, I, could, I could say the same thing for your Steelers with your terrible offensive coordinator. He's not going anywhere. And we've improved each week, though. That was, last week was the best offensive game we've played. Yeah, I, I kind of agree with Adam there. Like, I was splitting hairs here, and Cleveland got a Mickey Mouse win this week, and then I was I was impressed with the with the offense from the Steelers. Like, um, Kenny Pickett, they came down and won that game, and they beat a pretty good team, in my opinion, in the Rams. I just think the Rams... And since we're nitpicking, are we going to talk about the three field goals the Rams miss? And yes, okay, I was going to mention that. Day? I was going to mention that as well. That was That's Mickey Mouse, too. <laughs> like, wait, 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 I know we nitpick when we choose. It's not that's like three games field. over. Like, that's two field goals. Two field sure? goals and an extra two field point. Goals, one extra point. It was seven points total. So, yeah, and it was a seven-point game. It's not like the game's over. Give Kenny Pickett the ball, he's going to score. Okay, so just everything in favor of the Steelers. <laughs> hey, I had no, the Seahawks. No, I, no, I mean it was it was unfortunate for sure, but I I mean we still were the better football team. All right, so who are we going, Seahawks or Steelers or Browns here? Uh, I guess Steelers because I probably would have had them at like eleven. So okay, yeah, I always I always list down to fifteen. That's a deal. So I always. Just so in case I have my backup I'd at probably, eleven. I probably would have had Cleveland at eleven to be fair too. Okay, so it's so it's on you, Rudy. It's on you, Rudy. I had I had listed the Steelers over the Browns. I don't know how I won that, but <laughs> sure. I don't know either. That makes sense to me. That's fine. All right, our top like ten. This guy Rudy just Rudy just gave up on his Browns as they're playing some of their best football. It's ridiculous. Ah, they're it's not my Browns. I just said they would have a better. I just said they would have a they better defense this year. They're your Browns. You Browns. Did you have them winning the North? No, I have Did Baltimore. You? I said Baltimore and Lamar's gonna be MVP. That's what I said this season. Um. I don't think you were on that episode with us. It was me, Adam, Q, and um, John when we did our predictions for that for that division. Yeah, Q hates the Steelers. That was he yeah. was very down on the Steelers. He like, likes the Ravens and the Bills. Mm-hmm. All right. So after well, going into Week Eight, our power rankings are at number one. We have the Chiefs at number two. Let me start that over. All right. So going into Week eight of the NFL season, our power rankings. We have num- at number one, we have the Chiefs. Number two, we have the Eagles. Number three, we have the Dolphins. At number four, the Niners. At five, the Ravens. At six, we have the Cowboys. Seven, the Jaguars. Eight, Lions. Nine, Bills. And at ten, we have the Steelers. So that's our top ten going into week eight. All right, fantasy focus of the week. Not gonna lie, I always forget who I said to start. So if one of y'all remembered who y'all was, <laughs> go ahead, y'all go first. I know I had uh, the the only one I can remember is I had Jordan Love as one of my starts of the week, and uh, he's a little disappointing. Yeah, I, I would expect no, it a little bit. More I mean, of, solid. He's still like sixteen to seventeen. He over projected. I was hoping for at least twenty. I'm gonna be honest, but he he did fine. He had a terrible, terrible first half and a terrible game overall. But fantasy wise. Still got enough points to make it happen against a terrible Broncos team that I I expect a little bit more out of, but you know if if you're in a position where you got to start Jordan Love, then you were having quarterback trouble anyway, so don't be picky. I had to start him. I didn't have a choice. I traded Jason for him, and I, did I mean too. he. You traded for Sam Howell. 
Well, no, in the other league. league. Yeah, in the other Got league. It. And God damn, that was a heartbreaking loss, man. 138 to 138.6. Was it like a Monday night play or something? Yes, that you lost bro. On or, I, had, I had Brandon Ayuk and Dells had Brock Purdy. Yeah. And damn, Ayuk didn't get nothing towards the end of the I game. I know, man. Well, he if he I had was, he had six targets, he went five for six. If he would have caught that one, he I probably would have won, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's just a point right there. Yeah. So yeah, uh, if I don't, remember, I mean, we got to be better about remembering. But if uh, no, I have no. Oh, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I just had I had two. Um, I went with Brock Purdy against the the Minnesota Vikings. Not too good. Uh, those. The last couple of interceptions definitely stopped him from reaching his uh his point projection ended up with twelve point seventy eight so a bit of a stinker there but my sit of the week was Jared Goff who uh you know kind of made yeah. things not as terrible with that garbage time touchdown in like the fourth quarter ended up with nine point thirty six so Jared Goff was uh, a little yeah. stinky this week yeah I was kind of sick watching that game but. Amon Ross still did really good for me, so I didn't mind it at all. Amon Ross going to do his thing. Fantasy, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so for this week, I will start off with these starts, with my starts. Okay, I have start Kareem Hunt versus the Seahawks. He should be running back one this week. Um, Jerome Ford got hurt. Mm-hmm. And the Seahawks allowed the minimum 11.5 in PPR leagues. So and Kareem Hunt did pretty good this past week. Uh, my other start was Dante Foreman, who is not like a can never seem to get even a backup job, but whenever he gets put in, he I mean he was RB one this week, and I was just hoping to get like twelve points from him. He put up thirty three. So if he's gonna start again, and no offense, Jason, going up against the Chargers, I feel like he can at least get you a minimum anywhere from 15 to 20 points. Um, he got in the end zone three times. One of them was catching the ball. So, I mean, he just inflated numbers because he didn't have, like, an outstanding, amazing game. But fantasy-wise, he was incredible if you did start him. So, I would say if you have him, start him again. I like it. Yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough start him sit him week with all – because uh, there's no buys this week. I don't know why. Oh, yeah, really? I saw that earlier. I saw them. There's no buys. Hmm. Does it make sense? No, we had three buys last week, but sure. No, that's, that's weird. Um, yeah, no, I saw it. If, do you want me to go? or? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Uh, start of the week. My guy, uh, I'm going to do this on my team, Nico Collins. I think he's got a really good matchup going into Carolina this week. I think he's still the number one receiver there despite – the flashes we've seen from Tank Dell and some guys like that. And I expect him to absolutely eat up that Panthers team, which has just been abysmal and unfortunate this season. I think we're going to look for a really fun game. Hopefully Bryce Young, CJ Stroud, it'd be nice to see some, uh, some nice, be nice to see some points, see some Adam Thielen one way, Nico Collins the other way, and just have a high scoring game. Hopefully we see that and they don't disappoint. You got all that and the Panthers winning though. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. I'm going back and forth on that game. I, I just feel like they've got to get their first win eventually, and I feel like this would be the kind of game that they win, where you know, versus rookie number one pick gets the win. But we'll see. Yeah, no, I like it. I like Nico Collins. 
Good. Uh, so, yeah, my star of the week, I'm also going to go with a wide receiver. I'm going to go with Terry McLaurin versus Philadelphia. Terry, actually, his best game of the season was against Philadelphia, facing that uh, secondary that hasn't been too great, which, little side note there, they added uh, Kevin Byard uh, just this past week because apparently the Titans GM is just in a 360 deal with Howie Roseman. He just keeps on loading them. It's, it's crazy. but So that should be – helping their secondary, you know, towards the end of the season. But Terry McLaurin versus that Philadelphia secondary that hasn't been too good. I, I believe I saw a stat they're allowing the most points per game to wide receivers. So I think he's a very safe start this week. I, I got a question real quick. Is D-Hop sick that he went to Tennessee? <clears throat> Gotta be. Like, I don't, I don't, I never right under, here. like, we kind of hyped it up because I was like, okay, Counting on D-Hop, maybe he can really push them over the edge in the division. But, like, with Ryan Tannehill being ass and now he's out, and Derrick Henry's, like, looking like he's regressed immensely, it's just like, what do I – like, you could have seen this coming. I don't know why you went there, bro. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about – I, I saw the – I had them winning the division. I felt like it was a weak division. but mm-hmm. So I wouldn't say that I saw this coming necessarily, but – it's been unfortunate for the Titans, for sure. Uh, I saw some weird thing that said we were the favorite to get DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know why in the world that would be, but like sure. right now. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why that was going around. I just saw some going around that said the Steelers were the favorite to get DeAndre Hopkins. I don't. I don't know if he's on the block or why that was, but it was weird. So he just had his options as a bunch of mid quarterbacks. It was Mac Jones, <laughs> Kenny Pickett, and Ryan Tannehill. Hey man, should have just went to Baltimore. Don't mention bro. Mac Jones and Kenny Pickett in the same sentence. That's just that's come on, man. Mac Jones made it's the playoffs. Not close. I don't care. He's a I pro do bowler. Not care. There's a high chance Kenny Pickett makes the playoffs this year. Tyler Huntley is a pro bowler, and y'all shit on him all the time. I think that was an accident. I don't know how that happened, bro. It had to be. Had Literally to be. had to be. <laughs> Legit no shot. They saw a black dude in a Ravens jersey, and they were like, oh, Lamar, yeah, I like that guy. <laughs> All right, so what about some sits of the week? I'll start with mine. I think I got the uh, same game that Jason has. I got sit Ryan Robinson versus the Eagles. He's already He was already sharing the backfield with Gibson, and now they're starting to give uh, touches to Chris Rodriguez and – I, mean, I haven't watched much of it, but I was reading up on that, and I think Brian Robinson, because I have Brian Robinson. I didn't know if I should. I haven't started him since I acquired him. So I just kind of have him as a, like a strong flex in case someone gets hurt. But if you have him, I would, if you have someone else, depending on who it is, I would just say sit him because he's in that 10. He's in, he gets, he's like in that 8 to like 12 range pretty much every week. And that's, I don't feel like that's doing enough for, for me to start yeah. him. Yeah, no, I like it. Definitely, it's just a very high-ish floor, but a very low ceiling when it comes to Brian Robinson. But my sit of the week, uh, staying kind of with the NFC East, I'm going to sit Matthew Stafford versus the Dallas Cowboys. You got Stafford, who's been had himself a pretty good year, but I want to say Dallas is allowing the lowest points per game to quarterback, opposing quarterbacks. Uh, you get a fresh Dallas defense uh, straight off of a bye. I uh, believe it's in Dallas. I could be wrong. But regardless, even if it's in L.A., that's going to be a Dallas home game. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely look for a couple takeaways from this Dallas defense at least. 
Quick little stat here. There's only been one game in Matthew Stafford's career versus the Cowboys where he hasn't thrown a pick or two. So that was in 2016. He's got two wins against them. There you go. Let's see. Uh, he'll throw for some yards, but he's probably going to throw for a pick. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. 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 Uh, my set of the week. Yeah. It- Went back and forth on a couple guys. I think KJ Osborne. I I thought he might get some value with Justin Jefferson being going, but it's just not there at all. Uh, I don't know that he's the second. He's definitely not the second best receiver on this team. Jordan Addison has proved that far and away. I don't know that he's the third best player on this team. When Addison went down, even then KJ Osborne really wasn't stepping up into the play. I don't think he's a viable option, even in, in a nice matchup week against a terrible Green Bay Packers team. Yeah, there's no shot. I'm starting KJ Osborne if I have him on my fantasy team. Unless, like, like I said, if you have him and you have to start him. Dude, yeah. yeah. Like, there's somebody better. somebody better. Drop him. Go look for the waiver wire. He's done. <laughs> Stick a fork in him. He's done. Yeah, it's over. Put him on the broiler. All right, well, Rudy, I know he's your guy. Who was that? Julio. Who? Oh yeah. No, last year he was good. He was he was getting targets with Thielen and Jefferson on the field. Like, nah, because I I remember we were we were doing uh, duos, like wide receiver duos. (laughs) (laughs) He said Justin Jefferson and KJ Osborne. Hey. I tried, man. I tried. I, I, I can respect a good projection, but yeah, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, definitely. All right, let's get into this next topic, Jason. This one's for you to ran. I, I mean, I I made this for you. The L.A. Chargers have oh, a. Did you? I couldn't tell. The L.A. Chargers have a big problem now. I want to know if you don't know, Jason is a Chargers fan. So go ahead, bro. Spill it, cause I. I I'm assuming you have an issue, but I want to know what yours is before, you know, me or Adam says what we think it is. Um, I mean, yes, Rudy is correct. I am unfortunately a Chargers fan about, it's probably like my 16th year anniversary. So yeah, I've been enduring this for about a decade and a half. Just nothing but pain, man. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely been a rough season. It's gone how just a lot of Chargers seasons generally go. You know, you have the crap record. It's like, man, if this play and this play happen differently, our, our record is probably flipped. We're probably four and two. But, you know, it, it's the Chargers. We, we just say it. it I, I swear, you know, I don't like to just, you know, count on the, the you know, paranormal or whatever. But it really feels cursed, man. It really does. It's the, sometimes the way we lose, not this past week, we just lost to the best team in the league. No shame in that. Even though versus the Chiefs is definitely more exciting. We did get that excitement in the first half. Second half, just couldn't get anything going. KC's defense this year has just been really impressive. That's definitely something they've got to be really, you know, hanging their hat on going towards this season, even though they've had their offensive struggles. But besides that point, uh, yeah, the Chargers are, at this point, they're just not a good team. Famous line by the great Bill Parcells is, you are what your record says you are. And we are a 2-4 and football team and that we've been playing like it uh we've had opportunities to be a lot better and we haven't came through whether that's um the defense just not coming through week after week uh, or justin herbert not being his best or not playing good because he's not 
you know, absolved of any blame here. He hasn't been, you know, on top of his game these past couple of weeks as he was the first, you know, month and a half of the season. He's just not playing that well. The defense just, my Lord. Uh, I, I don't know if people think we had a good, you know, game versus the Cowboys defensively just because if you look at the point total, but I was just so frustrated watching the defense. Yes, we held them to a low amount of points, but, Rudy, we were watching that game. Like, how many sacks should we have gotten on Dak Prescott where we were right there and just could not bring him down? It's really frustrating because I'm watching, you know, highlights of like the the last like little magical season that we had, 2018 or 2019, where, you know, a lot of these same players are still there. Derwin James, Joey Bosa, like a lot of these guys are still there. And for some reason, they just don't look the same. So who do I point the finger at? I have to point it to the head coach who was brought in to make our defense a great unit. He came off of a, a Super Bowl appearance with the Rams. You know, great on you. You made the Super Bowl with the Rams. Can, can you produce a great defense after? Because I've, I've seen virtually nothing these past couple of years when it comes to Brandon City. As far as defense goes, we've had good offenses, and it's been enough to carry us. I was hoping this year, kind of similar to last year, Rudy, I don't know if you remember, or Adam, you might, uh, when I was saying, you know, I feel like we're definitely good enough to make the playoffs, but how beneficial is that for our franchise going forward? If we make the playoffs, you buy Brandon Staley another year because, hey, you made the playoffs, you didn't make it the year before, that's called progression. Well, now we look to be quickly regressing, going in the opposite direction, and now I believe we have like less than a 30-ish percent chance to even make the playoffs. It's it, it's quite simple to me. Like Brandon Staley has got to go. We have a, a big enough sample size to see like, hey, all right, this guy was brought in for defense. You know, maybe the offense has its inconsistencies, but at least you know you got the defense down. No, the defense has been the worst thing about the team in the Brandon Staley tenure, which is unacceptable for a defensive coach. And you would say that that <clears throat> is the biggest problem because we a lot a lot of people. Well, I don't. I don't know how many Chargers fans, but even me, just for example, because I'm speaking for myself, obviously, but I thought, like, Brandon Staley would be done after the playoff game. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely thought it was a possibility, but, you know, they just thought the OC was the issue, which Joe Lombardi was a big problem, but they needed to clean house. They, it, I said Brandon Staley because that's the more, you know, well-known name. What a lot of people don't know is Mr. Tom Telesco, the general manager of the Chargers since 2013, who has given us two playoff appearances and a grand total of zero division titles in a decade. That is, you're, you're rewarding mediocrity. You are quite literally rewarding mediocrity by keeping somebody like Tom Telesco to make the main decisions for this football team at the, you know, head of the chain, general manager, he makes all makes the draft picks, makes the free agency signings, hires Brandon Staley over a Brian Dable who wanted to be on the Chargers before he decided to stay with the Giants for one more year or with the uh, Bills for one more year and then took the Giants job. He wanted to be a Charger, but no, we went with the hot OC fresh off of a Super Bowl appearance rather than somebody who has proven to be somebody a coach who can get the most out of very little in Brian Dable and it really starts with him I know I said Brandon Staley Brandon Staley should have just never been hired so let's just cut our losses get rid of Brandon Staley and Tom Telesco has to go 
I think that's a fair point. I remember reading up this summer about he was probably on the hot seat as well, but I, last year the Chargers fans and I guess NFL fans in general, we were all kind of excited because it's like y'all are making moves that we're not used to seeing. And you see now it's like some of those moves just haven't paid off. Like J.C. Jackson's already got traded back to the Patriots. Who is, who is just playing amazing since yeah. he's been in New England. He is having a great three weeks since he's been to the – there's got to be some reason these guys just come over to L.A. and then just can't play. But I just I can't put my finger on it. I don't know what it is. This week it was the scheme. Like I, I had that game on. I wasn't locked in for the first quarter, but – uh, after that, I was. I'm like, I don't understand why are we defending the Chiefs? Like, well, not we, but why? Like you said, playing that soft zone is just not smart. Yeah, it's just like, oh, we're going to let Travis Kelsey beat us. What the hell kind of defensive plan is that? He can beat you. He can single-handedly beat you if you let him. There's certain players where it's just like, all right, we're, we're okay if he gets his. Not him, not Travis Kelsey, who is arguably the greatest of all time, and we just let him have whatever. It was – It was. I, I was flabbergasted, to say the least. Adam, how are you feeling about, about this situation yeah, I just don't care, man. I'm, I'm just there's. <laughs> it's just be honest. Like, I don't have anything invested in the Chargers. I don't have any hope for the Chargers. I I don't really just. There's a curse. It's just like Jason you, said, man. It's it's spooky season, man. Halloween's coming up. There's an Indian burial ground under their practice facility or something like that. I don't know what it is, but something's wrong. They need to fix it. Uh, I think I'm, I'm with Jason. It starts from the top down. If your organization is consistently being a disappointment, having these heartbreaking wins, you got to start at the top and you got to make changes and you got to move down from there. Coach has got to go. GM might have to go despite, you know, how excited we were for that off season he put together a year ago. And you just clean house. I I don't know that there's really any other option. Don't waste Justin Herbert's time. We know what kind of talent we have in that guy. He's been a disappointment this season. It's been unfortunate. He's played a little below where you would expect him to be, but we still know how talented he can be. Fix the situation before you waste another great quarterback. And I am glad that you're saying that about Justin Herbert because it was just a couple days ago, or was it yesterday? I don't remember, whatever day, I posted the star bench cut that we did. And I don't think any of us cut Herbert. And everyone always has a problem with that. And the few people that do give their reasoning, as you can tell who's actually just a Justin Herbert hater or who's actually watching the games. Because right after, like, I think I posted this after the games were finished for the week. So Jalen Hurts had a good game, right? And so people were like, well, how can you cut Jalen Hurts? Yeah. And people were I think just, we just caught Eagles fans at the right at the wrong time. But That's what it felt like with that one. It's either it's, it's, Dolphins fans too, because I was the only one that started Herbert. Y'all started to us, so I'm not sure why they were so uh, mad. I guess, of course, whatever I said. But Justin Herbert, in terms of just quarterback play, I didn't say like based off this season which team. I said quarterbacks wins and losses are not that stat are not a stat that only belongs to them. So. No, just, you should know that. I'll tell a lot of people that's that's synonymous. It's it's that's the same thing because I I know exactly what you mean about what they say is you know what has Justin Herbert done besides blowing a twenty seven point lead? It's like yeah, he's just done nothing in the four year career besides have the greatest start to any 
quarterback has ever had statistically. But yeah, let's just induce it to that that one moment that's probably the lowest he's ever been in his career. But like Adam said, it's it's literally all about timing. I remember right after that um the Raiders game when Justin Herbert made that dime to Josh Palmer to to ice it. Uh Riv posted a poll. It was a start bench cut uh Burrow Herbert and Lawrence, and everybody was saying Herbert. Everybody. It's like, this is Herbert, no-brainer. I guarantee he posts that same poll today. Herbert's the last one. And I quoted, I was like, this is hilarious how four games can change people's mind. Because if you would have put that poll right after that Jaguars game, everybody's be like, why the hell would you ever keep Herbert on your team? Did you see that game we just saw? So... Herbert straight off two bad performances when he was playing great before just kind of negates all that because the other two quarterbacks have been playing well in the past few weeks. And well, not two of the whole season hurts the past couple weeks because he was definitely struggling, but people don't care because they're winning. Yeah, it's that's exactly what it is. I mean, you could say we could have kind of been doing that too with Hurts because we all cut Hurts. It was based on this season and he was playing bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We expect that's that was the name of the game. I know, but that's yeah, yeah. and that's the whole point why I said this season. But even then, because people were like, "Well, look at what he did in the," or no, I'm the one that commented like, "This is going off this season, but whatever happened last season is still going to be in the back of your mind." So that's why people were upset with uh, just the cutting of Hurts. But yeah, Chargers got a problem to figure out. I also wanted to say that you know we already talked about the Niners earlier, but they they also have a a problem to figure out that one is a quarterback problem. I think Brock Purdy kind of is showing signs that he's, I don't know if he's a franchise quarterback and I don't think I ever said he was a franchise quarterback. I just wanted to give him a whole bunch of credit for what he was doing. I don't want to stomp on him too hard because everyone's going to have bad games or bad stretches. So we'll see how he bounces back. I know he's not going to play this week, but uh, yeah. So basically, he's done, right? Like, that's what you're saying. You're Who? saying he's done. Oh like, no, I you don't belong in this league no more. I didn't say that. That's that Kenny Pickett tier. XFL, here he comes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's I know, get. I know who I put put the ball in the hands of in the fourth quarter if I need a win. I'm just gonna say. I'm out. I, I that was tough. Would you pick Pickett or or, or Purdy, Jason? In the clutch, I've seen those picks. I I haven't seen Kenny do that. You said, pick it. you said pick it? Kenny got that dog in him. I plead the fifth. Kenny I don't got know. That dog in him. I think we've had this discussion before. It's like that's the one time when you can count. <laughs> it's, it's the like rest of the game where it's, it's like it's a little concerning, but once it gets to that last drive, it's like that's when he's on his shit. Should, should we? Should he we just ma- gets the flow, man. It's we get rid of the like, okay, what's Matt Canada want to do? What's what's he wants to set up? What what plays does he want to run? It just turns into fast pace. Can he get out there and make the play? And when when you ask Kenny to make a play, he makes a play. That's he he, he plays well when things break down. So real real quick before we move on to the pick'em, should we piss everyone off and make a a, a TikTok real quick? Let's do it. So you. what what would it be? So it'd be if you need a fourth quarter. Come back. Would you rather have Purdy or Pickett? That's basically the question. Yeah. Sure. Okay. All right. Let me just get ready. Okay. All right. 
Say like game on the line. Who would you rather? Basically? Okay, all right, I got you. Life on the line. Life on the line. Oh, life Martians on the line. Have the Martians have the death. Life, all right. Life. Okay, we'll do it. Okay, we'll do it that way. All right. If your life is on the line, the Martians got the death beam. Point. What is it? Death. Death beam. Death beam. 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 Okay. If your life is on the line and the Martians have the death beam pointed at Earth, Brock Purdy or Kenny Pickett has to win a fourth quarter comeback. Which quarterback are you picking? Give me Kenny Cool, man. He's got that dog in him. Whatever all the kids are saying nowadays, he handles business when it's time to handle business. Brock Purdy don't. He throws interceptions. Hey, man, them first three quarters, you know, it's, it can get a little questionable with Mr. Pickett, but we talking about life on the line. I need somebody to come through in the clutch. He's got to make the play. Give me, give me Kenny two gloves, man. Give me, give me Pickett. This is Long so, hair, don't care. Th- th- it is really tough because I, I've definitely said before that Kenny Pickett has had some really great fourth quarter comebacks. And I don't know if we've seen that from Brock Purdy. I'd have to go look at the, the stats, but I might have to lean Kenny Pickett here, man. Brock Purdy's been looking kind of fraudulent. All right, so hopefully, well, I'm pretty sure it's oh. going to happen. They're going to piss everyone off with that. We might get canceled. I think we might, we might get a lot of support. I ain't going to lie. We'll see. It, it, it depends when you upload it because if you wait for after <laughs> Pickett, has, Pickett has a great, or after Purdy, if he has a good game, they'll be like, y'all are idiots. Why do y'all just not, need to well, leave the podcast? This week. I know. Compa- he's not playing this week. If we asked everyone else, we oh, should have deleted the show a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah that's true. Yeah. All right, but uh, I'll I'll upload that today because it's real quick. That that's gonna be easy to edit. All right, let's get into the pick them. Let's make it quick. Uh, yeah, I, let's speed through this one. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. So uh, pick them real quick. I trying to load it, but uh, recap: we suck. Honestly, let's just be honest. Week Speak seven for was yourself. <laughs> we had two. We had two people go seven and six, and two people go six and seven. Let, let's not anybody be proud of it. Uh, we saw the memes going around. Vegas just kicked everybody's ass. There's, there's some broker or some rich dude out in Vegas that's having sex on all our money right now with 15 models, and we just have to accept that. That's just what happened this week. We lost. <laughs> the people are not happy. Everybody that was a favorite lost, and so Pickham showed that. Uh, Rudy and Julio finished the week seven and six. Keeps Julio in the lead. Keeps going. And me Keep and Jay finished six and seven. Don't deserve no damn let's go for that. I told y'all every time yeah, I win a week, I'm no. going to play that. Nobody deserves a win. Let's just move on. All right. Thursday night. We're going fast. Tampa Bay at Buffalo. All got Buffalo? Uh, I believe, I'm loading my note. But we all have Buffalo. Every time everybody has Buffalo and they play like garbage. But, yeah, I got Buffalo. Doesn't go well. Yeah, all right. Next up, Battle of New York. New York Jets at the New York Giants. Got the Jets. I'm torn. I'm torn. I really like the way Tyrod's playing, but I, I'm more confident in that Jets defense to make the plays. I have the Jets. It's going to be close. I, I, I'm with Adam. Very close, but I'll lean Jets. All right. Yeah, we're already in the Sunday 1 o'clock games. But next up, Jacksonville at Pittsburgh. A real test for both teams to see, you know, maybe we'll start getting either, either team. Well, Jacksonville's getting the credit already. But big test for Pittsburgh, big test for Jacksonville. Who we got? Originally, I put Pittsburgh. Um, but then I switched back to Jacksonville. I think these are two kind of hottest teams. 
Uh, where's the game at again? Is it in Pittsburgh? Yeah, it's tough. It's I don't in know. Pittsburgh. I don't know. I'm gonna. I probably won't end up changing it. I'll probably stick with Jacksonville. In this one. Yeah. I got the boys at home. You knew the Steelers. I'm with you, man. I'm taking my guys. This is definitely, I think this is our toughest challenge of the year so far, but I, I think we're going to handle business and show the this Ravens. world that we belong. So let's go Pittsburgh. That's just not a challenge. It's a challenge. <laughs> Lamar versus the Steelers just isn't a challenge, man. He's going to he's gonna hand the ball off to us at least three, four times a game. But, uh, yeah, next up, another uh, divisional matchup, Philly at Washington. We're all going Philly. I low-key thought about Washington. They got a win against a win off them last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't they play them once already? Yeah, overtime. Yeah, that's, why, that's why I was picking. That's why McLaurin was my uh, start. He, his best game of the season was against Philly. Yeah, I'm going. With, I'm going with Philly still though. Yeah, I can't imagine they underestimate this team twice, but you know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, next up, LA Rams at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas. It, we this won't be make a good game. It's gonna be a yeah. tough game, but we won't make it easy. But I, 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 I think we come out with this one. Got the Cowboys. Awesome. Minnesota at Green Bay. Ooh, Minnesota runs the table. Yeah, Green Bay looks bad. What else is there to say? Jordan Love just might not be a starter. He just might not. It's unfortunate. But, I I, I mean, you got to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's not in a great situation receiver-wise. We saw how bad Aaron Rodgers looked last year with this same receiving core, and that's a Hall of Fame quarterback. So, But they just don't look good right now. Yeah, I'm with you. I got the Vikings as well. Okay, next up, Atlanta going into Tennessee. I'm alone right now. I assume I'm going to be alone, but I'm taking the home team, Titans. I don't really like Atlanta at all. Desmond Ritter's not a good quarterback. It's, But they are, I would say they're the better team, but at home, I'm giving Tennessee the edge. So Desmond Ritter, not a good quarterback. Will Levis, good quarterback? Oh, that's, that's true. I forgot about that part. Oh, <laughs> Will God. Levis starting. Yeah, that's that was my whole thing. Yeah, I saw mm, that. I, I thought remember. Malika Willis should have been starting, but I don't understand why he's not. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think he's. I don't think he's. Yeah. So back to it. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to take Atlanta. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little concerned. Uh, no, Ryan Tannehill. I don't like it. I got the wow. Yeah. I yeah, got that's, that's not the one I'm going to differ on. That's, that's... Shouldn't have said that. I saw that today. It just didn't click for me. Uh, New England at Miami. Tua versus Bill. You say it every week, Jason, that he handles business. So if we're going to keep rolling. Yes, yeah, so the Dolphins guy. versus a bad team. Come on now. This is cake for them. That's cake. That's true. Next up, uh, fun matchup, maybe. I don't know. Could be a tough game. New Orleans at Indianapolis. I feel like New Orleans has got to get a win eventually, right? There, how do, is Chris yeah. Olave going to play? In New Orleans? It's just he isn't. No, it's in Indianapolis. Damn. He got arrested. He's going to sit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but he's sped. I mean, it's not like, you know, he the video, of course, is, uh, you know, unfortunate that he said that and tried to be hot shit, but <laughs> so he's funny. probably going to play. That's, this is nice. Oh, I play for the Saints. He's like, yep, that's great, man. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. I'm still going to arrest you. I wish the cop would have said, like, he was a, 
what team he's actually a fan of. That would have been fire. Like a fire. Like oh, I'm a I'm a Tampa Bay fan nah, or something. It's just, uh, Talk yeah. about how like he played like shit in fantasy. He's like, yeah, no, I got you on my fantasy team. You play like ass this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got the I got the Saints here, but yeah, I don't know about this one. Like, I could be switching. I got the Colts, man. Very sure. <laughs> I got the Colts. Minshew's been okay. Like he just it makes some things happen. I don't know. He was decent. He wasn't horrible in this past week. Man, he had the game of his career last week. Yeah, and he's got a I solid mean, connection with uh with Josh far, Downs. He's the, he's the cream of the crop as far as backup quarterbacks go. Man. He thinks be, he should be yeah. a starter. Uh, let's not get crazy now. Man. Hey, Gardner Minshew or, or Jimmy G? Why not? Man, give me Gardner. You got the swag. Gardner, yeah, give me Gardner. I like it. All right, next up, uh, battle of one and two, Houston at Carolina. Give me the home team. I zero oh and six. It's unfortunate they keep losing. I feel like they got to get a win eventually. I think this could be it. You know, get that little chip on Bryce's shoulder. He was the number one pick, but obviously C.J. Stroud has been outperforming him stat wise this year. I think it's time for him to get a win. Uh, that's a homer pick, man. Texans are the better team. I hope Thielen goes off, but I got the Texans. Yeah, I don't think it's crazy just because, you know, like you said, they are winless and you kind of, they're just going to be in that desperation mode. Don't know their upcoming schedule, but you're not probably not going to play too many teams, you know, worse than the Texans. So this is, you know, probably one of your better opportunities to pick up a win. I got the, uh, but I do have the Texans here, but I can't understand why you pick Panthers. I just think they want to lose every game pretty much. Maybe win one or two games. I mean, doesn't it's not there's nothing it doesn't really help them much that much. No, no, no. They're 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 trying to win. They just suck. No, I know, but look, what if they do get the first pick? They don't the have Bears it. get the first pick. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, the Bears have their pick. Wait, they don't have a pick? No, they don't have their first round pick. They traded over, the Bears. Oh, fuck. The Bears have their first pick. I didn't realize it was their first round pick. They gave up DJ Moore and a first round pick to move up. I was thinking, man, they could get Marvin Harrison, but okay, never mind. Nope. Nah. They just just That was the whole thing. All all year, Bears were like one and two for like the picks. They're going to have Panthers and their pick. They could easily pick the top two picks, just like Houston. Yeah, I saw that. I just now I'm realizing. Okay, yeah, the trade with DJ Moore. But uh, yeah, now moving on to the four o'clock slot, Cleveland at Seattle, stink fest going out there. I still gotta go Cleveland though. I think the defense handles business. If I'm not mistaken, I think the Seahawks have a lot less points per game. I'm not saying they're a better defense. I'm just saying like it's. It's the numbers don't lie, right? And the offense is... Man, you thought the, you thought the Lions were a top-five defense last week. Yeah, so. They were a top-five defense. What do you mean? Statistically, they I were. The statistics lie, man. You get fooled. Okay, well, I got Seattle I got, on this I game. Got I got Cleveland here. I got Cleveland, too. Fucking AOC North is just making this a really difficult year, man. It's ridiculous, but they'll, they'll keep rolling. Uh, next up, Cincinnati at San Francisco. I got their third straight San- loss, man. I got Cincy, bro. Wow. 
that would be abysmal. I mean, yeah, it's Sam Darnold. It depends on how you feel about him. If you don't feel good about Sam Darnold, I could understand them slipping this game, but I just it's hard to imagine this team loses three in a row. But I, I probably said it was hard to imagine this team loses two in a row last week. So if True. they lose this week, the conversation is going to get really ugly. I'll just say that. Is it? What? Sam Darnold? Uh, yeah, but at least because the back. Oh, I forgot. I, I, forget, like I, keep, takes, I keep forgetting. I keep yeah, forgetting Sam Darnold. Yeah. Off. Yeah, no, if Brock lost this week and had an, another bad game, it would be rough. But I mean, you're probably not that wrong because fans are going to talk regardless, but I just don't think it'll be valid mm-hmm. just because it's Sam Darnold. That's a fair point, fair point. Yeah, so next game, divisional game, Kansas City goes into Denver. We all got Kansas City. They continue that streak. How long has it been since they lost? 2015. Jesus Christ. Yeah, sorry, Denver. Stuff. Next what, game. Is it going to last a decade? What do y'all think? What do y'all think? It lasts a decade? 2025? There's no way. <laughs> 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 There's no way. <laughs> <laughs> They're only a couple years away, man. I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes, Mahomes will still be playing in 2020. I mean, obviously. You know, maybe he'll miss a game eventually and they'll, they'll get a win over Blaine Gabbard. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? But uh, yeah, Kansas City. So Baltimore going into Arizona, another pretty easy one. We're all going to take Baltimore. I don't think there's yeah. anything to discuss. Uh, yeah, Sunday night. Why? Honestly, why? Chicago. Because well, it should have been just in Fields. Even then, this is not an interesting game at all. Chicago is a terrible football team with or without Justin Fields, let's be honest. When the, I'm. I disagree because when I saw this, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, Bears. Nah, fuck, Justin Fields ain't playing. So Tyson, whatever how you say his last name, maybe he stuns the world? No. I mean, I he was pretty not. decent this past say, week. I don't know, though, because may, maybe this is the, the straw that breaks the camel's back and Brandon Staley's gone. You always have that hope in the back of your head when you're in this situation where it's like, hey, there have, we could win. There have been some weeks. We could lose. There have been talks that, hey, if he somehow finds a way to lose to the Bears, that he will be gone. So, and I I don't know if y'all saw, there was an interview with Austin Eckler in the locker room, and a reporter asked him, and I'm going to do his exact reaction. He would, They asked him, like, do you still, like, are y'all still, you know, believing in uh, Brandon Staley's message to y'all? And he looked him dead. Yeah, he's like, we got no choice. <laughs> Literally just like that. Literally just like said nothing else. He's like, we got no choice. Yeah. <laughs> so so it, it's it's losable for sure you just see i mean in terms of like the players just like man we got to get this dude out here but i got the chargers yeah i got the chargers as well <laughs> yeah all right and then moving on to the last game of the week once again why why? Las the Vegas Raiders the Detroit might... Lions. Who the hell wants to watch this? I mean, I got the Lions, but the Raiders have just won some weird games, so you never know. They've had a lot of primetime games, too. I mean, I, I know they played us on primetime, so I, who was calling to see Las Vegas multiple times this season? I, I don't um, know. Damn sure wasn't me. I got the Lions. Right. Yeah, we all got the Lions. So that's the that's the pick'em for this week, man. Let's let's get on to this basketball talk after this just disappointing end to the football week. Yeah. All right. Let's get right into it. We're gonna react to some of the NBA season openers. Um. Yeah, man. Jason, the Lakers. 
I'm just s- the first night, or I know you got to talk about some of the games from today, but but Jason, I, I the Lakers, man, uh, I'm not liking what I'm seeing over there, bro. I bet you don't. Week to week, I'm not missing. Go to his Twitter name, and that'll be the explanation right there. It says right there. Mr. It doesn't say it that anymore. Day day, but I understand. But we, oh, we, we all knew. I took it off. We we all knew coming into this season that the Denver Nuggets play a different level of basketball than any other team in the West. We understood that was the situation. The Lakers are going to be good. The Lakers are going to compete. But losing to the Nuggets in your season opener, I'm not going to be mad about, especially with the crazy amount of turnover that their Lakers had in the offseason. It's not like they're just going to mesh immediately. And I mean, you know, I'm I'm never one to be incredibly biased towards my Lakers. Y'all should know that. But come on, Rudy. Like it's opening night, their ring ceremony at home. We were, you know, this whole thing. I would say the the thing that I'm most concerned about is Anthony Davis. You know, still not seeming to take a step forward, and you know, taking over. We were cut the lead to four with eight minutes to go. LeBron comes out and it's game over. So that's definitely concerning. But we're like Adam was saying, we were having talks of this having a realistic chance of being a legitimate dynasty, just of how like it, without sounding like I'm glazing, but like they play perfectly on offense. It seems like like it's just like flawless basketball in the center of it all. No pun intended. Is Nikola Jokic who was the best player in the world? So I'm I'm with Adam here. I don't know how you can you know be so down on us after one game, which we I don't know if you've noticed we have sucked on opening nights. We do not play well on opening nights. I think you have to go back to like maybe Kobe times to find the last time we even won, which is insane. We we don't play good, and we were just you know wrong place, wrong time. It's it's the Nuggets, bro. It's the Nuggets. I mean, you sound like me. Yesterday I tweeted this. There's just such a high tier of offensive flow and steadiness that the Nuggets have. It's close to flawless. I was saying that. So right, right I there. I sound like you. I've been saying this for a couple years. No, I'm just saying like Everyone this is what I said that. yesterday. Yeah, I but <laughs> but it's not. I'm, I don't even. I'm not even this like the modern talking about the like Nuggets. Greg Popovich Spurs. Yeah, I mean the way they play basketball is very similar to that to those teams. I just have such a big problem with AD. I already don't trust his health, which I'm sure you don't as well. I'm sorry, you're just you're you're, you're getting this because you're the Lakers fan here today. Julio's not on the I, show yeah, today. I always, I always do. I know I'm the level-headed one, but I'm treated like I'm the idiot Lakers fans who just spew nonsense all the time. <laughs> well, no, I just think that D'Lo is going to be a problem. I didn't like him getting signed, and I do think that. Like I said in my tweet, I'll give Roy a little more time to prove himself just because I think Darvin Ham can coach him up. I think D'Lo's kind of a finished product. But AD, bro, like, does he not want to compete for, like, five-minute stretches during, like, multiple parts of every game? This is not the same AD. Like, you should be healthy, bro. No, 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 no. That's where where you're wrong. No, 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 from 2020. From 2020. The 2020 when he got a 30 game break in the season and got you know was able to rest mid season like I, if if you can tell me every year that Anthony Davis can take a few months off and come back oh we're we got the we got the shit in the bag 
But one again, I always bring it up. One of my favorite quotes from uh, Pierre from the Through the Wire podcast: the the thought of Anthony Davis is much better than the actual player Anthony Davis. In theory, Anthony Davis should be right there with Giannis. He should be right there with him. He should. Julio said, but he's not. He's not anywhere close to him. You weren't on the, uh, the the last time we had Julio. Well, I don't remember, but Julio said like healthy AD, like locked in healthy AD. He'd take him over Giannis. And I, he should be. He should. He should be right in theory, but he doesn't. He doesn't have that game to game. You know, I got that dog in me. I'm gonna dominate this game. I'm gonna dominate the next game, and I'm gonna show them that I'm one of these top guys. He doesn't do that on a game to game basis. That's why he doesn't deserve to be in those con- in conversation with a Giannis, with a Jokic, who are gonna show up every single night, regardless if they're in Sacramento or Detroit or Charlotte or Houston. It doesn't matter. They're gonna do their thing. Yeah, uh, I'm just so you not gonna take anything negative away from the first game of the season. I mean, uh, uh, with with, with, with also, it. I might add LeBron. They're saying he's gonna play 30 minutes a game. Like that's you saw you say yourself when he's not in the game, like shit kind of goes south. Yeah, no, it's concerning, but I, I definitely feel like we're not as good as the Nuggets. You know, I could have told you that before the season. We're going to be as good as a lot of other teams in the West, if not better, but we're, we're not as good as the Nuggets. We're just not. Even, bro, we're, I'm, not on their, we're not on their level. Like, I had y'all in the Elite Contenders tier that we did last week. I'm not going to lie. I'm I'm taking y'all out of that. I'm sorry. This man is so Mr. Week to Week. It's not, Christ, bro. It's not. Mr. Wishy-washy, my lord. Yeah. One game versus the champs on their ring night. They got hey. their first ever ring tonight. Their first ring they've That's ever fine. done. They received it tonight. And yeah, I went, I went ahead and I went ahead and pulled that up. Yeah, uh, teams coming off a championship, sixty-one and sixteen after last. Oh game. Jesus! We should just throw the season away. How do we lose to them? Gotta have that dog in you, bro. It's tough. <laughs> I'm Jesus I'm okay Christ. with being wrong until yeah, I'm right on this. About team. I mean, Lakers fans, just prepare yourselves. Y'all deserve this. Nothing to lose. It sounds like. Um. All right. So, anybody else have a reaction? Well, I mean, the Nuggets were great. Uh, what about the Suns and Warriors? Say any positive notes? Uh... <laughs> No, Rudy yeah, just came in here hating. Good, good basketball. Game, I look. Uh, I was prepared for Julio today. I'm sorry. Right. Un- un- unfortunate, we didn't get to see Bradley Beal yet. But uh, yeah, I just think these Suns are going to be a different level. The way the Nuggets are, I-, I think the Suns can be up there at a different level of basketball, and in-, in a different way, less of the smooth all-around team game and more of the just superstar power out there. Devin Booker looks like he can be one of the top guys in the league. Uh, yeah, we, we already knew this. We knew he can be a top 10 player. I think he can push even closer to that top five range the way he's playing right now and the way he plays basketball. Uh, you know, it's crazy, but I, Kevin Durant may not be the best basketball player on that team, and I don't think that's an unfair statement to say. Uh, I it, It's going to be a good team for sure. Uh, Warriors, they, they were fine. They stayed in the game. I, I'm a little concerned about this team. I had them missing the playoffs, making the play-in, but missing the playoffs ultimately. So I, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm too high on them, but of course we're still missing Draymond. 
a little weird to see him commentating mid-game. Uh, we've got to got to take that and ask questions whether we think Draymond's actually locked in this season. You know, uh, Clay Thompson's ready to get a contract and move on next year. It's maybe the end of the Warriors. And I think they should let Clay Thompson walk, bro, or at least trade him. I think they have to. I think do if you? you can trade him, bro. What do you mean, do I mean what? It's it's. Some of these warriors, like they just seem like they're like they've kind of deserved that you know lifetime contract. Like, does Clay Thompson not deserve to retire as a warrior? I, I I'm with you, but he you they got like he has to understand like you're gonna have to take a pay cut, bro. Like it's a business. Curry has like pay, just like a reasonable contract. Yeah, I don't even think he then, wants anywhere near a reasonable contract for what Clay Thompson is right now. Because even with the amount of championships and the dynasty and all that, once Curry, Draymond, and Clay are gone, what team is going to want to suffer through six years of what, like, what y'all had to, like, the, that shit was horrible what the Lakers had to do. Kobe did not want to take a pay cut and rest in peace, Kobe. He didn't want to take a pay cut ever, which I'm sure he earned that. And like you were saying, Clay, Steph, Draymond, all these guys probably earned that. But at this point, if you're going to be a starter, you can't be getting I mean, like these max deals. Like you're gonna have to take, like Adam said, even just a reasonable contract at some point, just so the future is and you know, the transition doesn't. Yeah, I mean, go ahead. You can go ahead. I was say I think you hit it on the nail there with like the the Kobe earned it, Steph earned it. I don't know that Clay earned it. You know, Pau Gasol didn't earn. Oh yeah, we'll keep you and pay you great contracts that you know these other side guys don't earn that it's the star player that are they trading that. It's them? the franchise guy that earns that and that's stuff they yeah, traded power like, right you know clay's not stuff clay's not kobe we know that you don't get contracts for guys like that just to stay around only way you do that is if it's like steph sits there and goes like hey I, this is my guy if he, he's gone i'm gone or something like that if I was owner, I'd be fine with that too, bro. Low key, like if it's like a year left of Steph, okay, fine. Nah, nah, nah you can't let Steph. Fog, bro. Uh, I don't care, bro. Fog, bro. Unless Steph wants to leave for some reason, then it, Steph retires there. Steph is the Warriors, bro. I'm you not keeping he Steph has, Curry just and then paying Clay thirty million dollars a year when he can't do anything but just spot up shoot anymore. Like that's just not a smart business move. I see what y'all are saying. Like, I know it's be hard to let Curry go, but all right, let's just start this rebuild. It's not happening. This is not happening. Okay, but uh, you know, it's aside from that, uh, what the the Warriors like? Would we? I'm, I don't think any of us had them in elite contenders, but could they potentially be that if they make a move? You had them as a sleeper, right? Yeah, I had them as a sleeper. Okay. Adam is a play-in team. Um, I thought you had him in a playoff If they make a move... Wait, what'd you say, Rudy? I thought Adam had him as a playoff lock. No, I, I have him missing. I have him in the play-in and missing the playoffs. That's gross. Steph I'm Curry, out, Steph Curry gets out. you into the playoffs. Yeah. So you think Luka can get you in the playoffs, but not Steph? He is a hundred percent not a Steph guy. Hundred. Okay. I don't know if you noticed that he's not a. Steph. I didn't I notice Steph. that. I just, I just, he's insanely overrated, but I do like him. What? <laughs> he's insanely overrated, but I like. Wait, him. wait but I, are you saying that now? Or are you saying that in general? 
What do you mean? Like you saying stuff? Like his career, like career-wise, or like now he's yeah. massively overrated, or both. Career-wise, but what the hell? Why are you saying that? It just is. It's just the truth of the matter. Like I, I need more than just great player. He's one of the greatest shooters of all time, but he is the he greatest shooter of all time. Yeah, no, that that was a misspoken. He is the greatest shooter of all time. There's absolutely no argument there, but. He's a little overrated for, you know, having Kevin Durant on his team that, you know, as much as it hurts Kevin Durant's legacy that he played with Stephen Curry, Stephen Curry also played with Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant was the best player the entire time he was there playing with Stephen Curry. You can say whatever you want about gravity and all that made-up funny words, uh, but Kevin Durant was the best player on the court, and also, you know, he also won a championship where all of LeBron's players weren't playing. Okay, it'll so it'll be, it'll be real quick, real quick. All right, I'm gonna, I don't want to forget. I'm gonna just think about can, what can, I'm gonna say. It'd be two words, literally. I can sum it down to two words: LeBron fan. He's a LeBron fan. That's why. Oh, okay. Like LeBron, but I, you just also when we got we have Steph Curry way higher than he needs to be sometimes. I was just going to say, like, when you as soon as you brought in KD, I can understand that KD came in was the best player, but Steph basically let him be the best player he took the back seat and when Steph won his titles without KD he had like you could argue that KD had more talent without Steph than I'm trying to word this correctly so the years that KD was not playing with Steph his teams were still stacked he, they had just as much if not more talent than Steph had when he just had Clay and Draymond like you take that to OKC talent. and I understand how but Brooklyn fell apart but team, you know I don't know Russell More Westbrook star, and yeah. Serge Ibaka, like Serge Ibaka was one of the best defensive players in the league. I mean, you could say that, but no, I mean, the the Warriors just had like a fantastically built team and core unit that they only you win know, if they have Steph Curry. Steph is the is the system though that that he's the system. I just no, I, I just understand don't... that. I'm not ta- I'm not saying he's not like he's a bomb or something <laughs> like that, but he's just I don't know. People talk like he's just. Like he's the level than he is. He's debatably the, the top, best point guard of all time. After 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 last year, they had him in the top ten, or like at the tail end of the top ten all time. Well, there's people that take him over Magic already, so then he's by far in the top ten. Yeah, nah, I can't yeah, do I that, man. Yeah, I can't do I was, that. I go back and forth on it. I said if he wins one more, it's undebatable at that point. It's just like he has magic a rookie year, man. If he's winning one at this point, it's because he's really like the the most recent championship. That was a Steph championship. It's just a lot of the others haven't really been. As much as he shouldn't have, like he he still played a finals where he lost the fucking NBA Finals MVP to Andre Iguodala, like. One of the top ten players of all time doesn't do that. Like you just don't do that. But I still, don't, I even if I agree partially with that, I just don't see how that like justifies you saying he's overrated career wise. Because I was like hoping you weren't gonna say career wise that you were just saying like now. I could see okay, you can make a case. He's now. overrated right now too, for sure. There's a, I think that's clear. Yeah, I can't get behind that one. I wish we had Rib on right now. He'd be yelling and screaming right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, he would be on and screaming. That's, it is what it is, man. All right, so any other takeaways from today? Uh, I was really only watching that Rockets game. Finals, man. 
That's it's just clear. No, we're on pace to win 82 games. I'm I'm the only one at this table that can say that right now. <laughs> we so uh, I, yeah, that was really the only game I locked it on today. So I'm just gonna be honest with that. I'm trying to watch the Spurs game as it goes. Watch Vic play. But, uh, yeah, we played a really good basketball game. Not that anybody cares to hear about the Hornets, so I, I won't rattle on too long. You know, we're going to might talk, this come back. Sorry. But this might come back up later. But And this was before the game oh, today. I'm going to talk about some of my guys later. Okay, cool. I can't, I can't wait. But the, game, the Celtics <laughs> game didn't even happen yet. And I was trying to see, like, it felt weird leaving AD off some of these lists. And I was like, man. Is there a world where Kristaps Porzingis is better than AD this season? Like, just overall, like, has a better season. I don't know, bro. I don't know. I I, it, 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 I get what you're saying. It sounds weird, but, like, a season where Kristaps is more impactful than AD is for the whole year is entirely possible. That, yeah, and he, that's mo- mostly what I mean. I'm not going to say, oh, he's better than AD. Like, I just think season-wise, no. like, I know yeah, Jason no, probably sure. doesn't agree with that. I do not. She would be right to assume that I do not agree with that. But if you're talking about impact, you know, for their team, fine, go off. Okay, yeah. Well, then we'll, we'll move along then, because it's, it's just it's just game one. But I will say that uh, uh, Wimby and the Spurs close game, but they are looking like a much different team compared to last year. Obviously, you get Wimby, but Lasell is hooping out there. I'm not locked in because we're obviously doing this right now. But from what I'm seeing, the Spurs look good. Yeah, not much defense being played, but yeah. All right, so let's go into let's do the okay. So for the Eastern Conference standings, let's do it this way. Let's just go list off your one to five, and then do six to ten, and then we'll do whatever the last five is. So we'll go round table. I'll go first with mine. So in the Eastern Conference. Actually, let's do it this way. We'll say one through six no, to like list that. your play-in teams, and then we'll do, I mean, to the playoff no, lock teams, and then we'll do the play-ins, and then the ones who don't make it. So for my one through six in the East this year, let me fix that thing real quick. Okay, so for my one through six in the East this season, at number one, I have the Boston Celtics in the in the, in the the one seed. I have the Bucks in the two seed. I got the Knicks in the third seed. I got the 76ers in the fourth seed. I still think... They're, they can win 50 games. We saw the year Ben Simmons, uh, when he was out, Joe, I was doubting the Sixers. I remember, Jason, this was our first year doing the pod. I said the Sixers might miss the playoffs, and they proved me wrong. They won, like, 50 games that year. Or at least they were on that pace until Harden came along. Um, and then, so at the five spot, I have the Cavaliers, and at the sixth spot, I got the Pacers. So those are my six playoff locks. All right, not bad. Yeah, yeah. I guess we can all list our list. Yeah, y'all go first, and then it. we'll do it. All right. So my number at my number one, I had the Boston Celtics at well as well at two, Milwaukee Bucks at three, had the Cleveland Cavaliers. Definitely have their question mark come playoff time, but I do think they're going to be a great regular season team. Uh, at the number four, I have Miami Heat actually. At number five, I got the Philadelphia 76ers. and at the sixth spot, I got the New York Knicks. Okay. Liked it. So yeah, seems like there's five clear teams, and then there's one other team to debate about. But uh, yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and list off mine. Number one, unanimous, we got the Boston Celtics. Number two, unanimous, we got the Milwaukee Bucks. 
Number three, Cleveland Cavaliers. I think this is obvious. I think you just missed on it, Rudy. Four, Philadelphia 76ers. They'll be fine. Five, I got the Atlanta Hawks. I don't know how I feel after tonight's game, but I think they're going to have a bounce-back season. I think Trey's going to go off. And six, I have the New York Knicks. Yeah, so I squeezed the Pacers in there. Uh, the only reason I think that the Knicks will be over the Cavs is I think they're a little bit deeper. I like that. I know the roster improved on both sides, but I still like that mm-hmm. that Knicks roster a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, was I the only one with the Pacers, or Jason? Did you have the Pacers in there? It was only this close, but no, I didn't. Okay, well, I'll go next with my seven through ten. At seven, I have the Miami Heat. Uh, wanted to get them in the top six. I just their regular seasons are f- weird sometimes. At number mm-hmm. eight, I got the Bulls. They coming off a pretty disappointing season, but the season before that, they did make the playoffs. At number nine is where I have the Hawks, uh, and at number ten, I have the Brooklyn Nets. Huh? Interesting. All right. So my playing teams. Where the at seven I had the Indiana Pacers at eight I also had the Chicago Bulls at nine I had the Atlanta Hawks at ten I got the Orlando Magic. I'm not mad at that I like it. I like that we have different different here's placements. Where, yeah, I know I know somebody don't like it. Here's <laughs> here's where it comes, man. Uh, seven I got the Miami Heat. Eight Indiana Pacers. Nine the Charlotte Hornets and ten the Brooklyn Nets. Respect my team, man. I, I'm tired of this nonsense. This is a 43-win team two seasons ago with this same roster but worse. Take out Mason Plumley, add Mark Williams, who's one of the best defensive centers in the league. I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to say it. It's just the truth. Mellow Ball is going to have a good season. He's going to keep playing well. And Gordon Hayward's about to be one of the better six men in the league. Let's just respect what this team can be, as well as having the number two pick come off the bench. Wait, who started tonight? Gordon Hayward or Brandon Miller? Gordon Hayward started tonight. He's going to be the starter until Miles Bridges comes back. Oh, okay. That's why you said that. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yeah, so the, so let's go for mine, and then we'll debate that. Because you can kind of group the play-ins and the lot, some of the lottery teams together. Mm-hmm. So at 11, I got Magic. At 12, I have the Raptors. At 13, I and I went back between 12 and 13. At 13 is where I have the Hornets. Because I think the Raptors could have kind of a mess of a season, but you know we'll talk about that. At fourteen, I got the Wizards, and fifteen, I have the Pistons. All right, you, got, you don't got us fifteen at least. I'm tired of everybody out there being fit. I see lists where we're thirtieth in the league. I see continuous lists where we're fifteenth in the East. Like that's just ridiculous. I get why though. Unless you think our entire team is just going to get hurt like we did last year, that's the only logical explanation is you just think Lamelo's <laughs> destined to blow out his ankle. Gordon Hayward's not going to play the entire season. Terry Rozier's going to go down again. Brandon Miller's going to get arrested. Miles Bridges is going to get arrested. P.J. Washington's going to knock up some lady and have to go live with him. And then once we bring in all the G League players in play, then maybe we'll be close to 29 or 28. But outside of that, there's no reason to put us last. That that was a lot. Wow. <laughs> um, truth, all right. So my lottery teams at eleven, I have the Charlotte Hornets. At twelve, I got the Brooklyn Nets. At thirteen, I got the Detroit Pistons. At fourteen, I got the Toronto Raptors because I do expect them. Something they should have done years ago is just go ahead and tear it all down, 
get what you can. Let's let's start this rebuild already. Come on, let's go. Let's start the rebuild. And at 15, I had the Washington Wizards. My main thing, having Charlotte below Orlando, is, is just help. I, I can count more on the Orlando top guys being there than I can the Charlotte guys. The top three Charlotte guys, Miles Bridges, um, LaMelo Ball, and Gordon Hayward, all have availability issues. Miles Bridges has a suspension, which... You, you can say it's not for long, but when you're, you know, this down low up, every game matters. Like, the, these games matter. They're going to be one or two games apart. Mellow ball, you know, hopefully he stays healthy, but he just gets hurt in the ways you would just never expect. So, you know, fingers crossed none of that happens. And Gordon Hayward, since he's put on that Charlotte Hornets uniform, not great things have happened to his body. So, but hopefully they're all good. Not- he doesn't even like playing in Charlotte. Gordon Hayward since he left to Utah, I he still goes out there and hoops every game. I don't I don't want to put in that argument, but I respect PJ Washington, man. You want to talk about the top three players on that team? Get Gordon out of there. PJ Washington's a dog. I, I respect him. Twenty five points tonight. Absolute stud. Got his contract this offseason. He's I, a monster. I thought y'all were gonna have the Hornets around thirteen or twelve, but y'all had him at eleven or eleven <laughs> or higher. I haven't gone yet. Oh, okay. Well, go ahead. Have I? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, outside the play-in, I got 11 Chicago Bulls, 12 Orlando Magic, 13 Toronto Raptors, 14 Detroit Pistons, and 15 the Washington Wizards. I think it's cool that we all have the Raptors outside of the play-in. I think that everyone but their fans kind of sees the writing on the wall. I don't like. Scotty Barnes is kind of – I think we've – I don't know how much better he can be. And uh, are they starting like Dennis him. Schroeder? <clears throat> I don't know. Did they play today? Yeah, I'm not sure. They did. They actually they – beat, they beat, yeah, they beat the Wolves. Uh, beat Dennis the Schroeder Wolves, did, right? did start. Dennis Schroeder did start. Okay, well, if they beat the Timberwolves in the first game, Toronto Raptors are going to eat off that for like a week or something, so – See how that goes, yeah. but yeah, I'm just I I just don't think their season's gonna go very well. I think, like you said, just start the rebuild, trade Pascal. Maybe you keep Scotty. Obviously, probably trade OG. You can really get something going with the with deals like that. But overall, what so what's the one that stands out for for from anyone's list that people that you guys? Um, not that it is a big deal or anything because we're talking about the literal bottom feeders. But I feel like the Wizards are like a clear you know, bottom team of the East. Like, I think the Pistons have a lot more going for them. They kind of, like, it's getting close to that time where you got to give Cade that second contract. He's going to want to go out and really ball out Jaden Ivey, Asar Thompson, Jalen Duran. I think they're, like, quite easily going to be a better team than Washington, so I'm surprised you had them last. Just, I don't know if people just really like Jordan Poole or what it is, but, yeah, I, I thought this team was the clear – Worst team in the East, competing for worst team in the league with the uh, Portland Trailblazers. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. I mean, it's 14 15. Uh, Wizards, I just, I like some no, of the players on their team. Like, it doesn't really matter, but, but yeah. just curious. I mean, they, got, they, both, they both lost tonight. The Wizards got spanked by Indiana. Yeah, I mean, Pistons with a three point loss to the Heat. I mean, 30 point, 30 and nine game from Cade, though. Yeah, the Wizards lost 143 to 120. Yeah. I don't think they're going to be playing much defense over there. 
But yeah, I, I think uh, yeah, everyone has Boston and Milwaukee at one and two. Outside of me and with the Pacers, everyone had the same the same top five. Really, I was expecting y'all to be really low on the Seventy Sixers. I mean, I had them at five. So I mean, they're 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 usually in the top three. Like they're they'll definitely drop because there's a lot of dysfunction going on there. So I do see a drop off, but I mean. Like I, I just seeing the Sixers in a play-in, just that don't even seem right. Yeah, could this be another Joel Embiid MVP year, especially with no Harden? I don't expect him to ever win another MVP. If I'm going <laughs> to be honest, respect to him, like he he's definitely a guy that can play at the MVP level. I just don't ever see it happening again. It felt like it was just everything had to line up perfectly for him to get this one. He might lead the league in scoring again. He could. Very well. I did want to say, I was getting annoyed with everyone talking about Harden. I know y'all hate me. I talk about Harden every week. But he was <sighs> he was in Houston with his mom this whole week because she's sick. And everyone was, like, not reporting that whenever they said, oh, Harden's not with the team right now. So, why are people going to give James Harden the benefit of the doubt? Like, why? Because, like, why are we listening to Stephen A. Smith and what he says? It's annoying. Where did you even hear that about his mom? I haven't heard that anywhere. Because I follow it's the beat. It's been going around Twitter, but no like legitimate news source no, has reported it. It's legit. The beat writers were writing about it. The Rockets beat writers. That's the people. If you want to know something about the team, that's who you need to follow. Go follow the Hornets beat writers or the Lakers beat writers. The beat or writers. You said the Rockets beat writers. Yeah, that, that's where, I know that's where it came from. It was basically reported by some random Rockets writer that he was in town with his mother or something like that. Which, if, if that's the truth, then yeah, of course, give him what, what's wrong with that that but like no no i understand that's what i'm saying like if that's the truth then yeah but it's just this guy we've seen what this guy does in the past it's not like we're going to give him the benefit of the doubt i mean yeah the timing was weird obviously but he showed like i i assumed like he's going to show up today the way he did and they just kind of hoe and told him not to show up so like what like do they want james Harden or not bro like what are we doing y'all want him to play or not Daryl Moore is kind of pissing me off. So. Not how he is, man. They don't want him locked. They don't. They obviously he don't want to play for them. He's just doing he his gestures, showing up. He didn't. He did not show up there expecting to play, man. His bags were probably empty when he walked in with them things. <laughs> okay, so what I let, let, let's like assume what I said. <laughs> let, what, did, what would you say? He did the Ben Simmons when he had like his phone hanging out his pockets <laughs> when he was about to lose the six minutes. <laughs> Let's assume what I'm saying is true, that his mom is, was, well, I don't even, that's the worst situation. Sure. You don't want to assume that. But anyways, he showed up today and the play, like Tyrese Maxey had an interview with JJ Redick where he was saying like when he showed up to practice two weeks ago during training camp, he was being very, you know, proactive, you know, helping some of the rookies like, oh, hey, you need to be in this spot. You know, I'm, I'm going to expect you here, this, this and that. Like, like they weren't expecting they were expecting what Ben Simmons did that year where he just showed up and like didn't care. So I don't know. I just I just hate all the negative stuff. But anyways, let's get into the award predictions because obviously we got a long season. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna talk more about the teams after we see more games played, but sure we'll talk about James Harden many more times this year. Uh, so yeah. if, you're, if you're just very disappointed watching this, like, man, dude, I want to hear more about James Harden. Just stick around. No, they you're don't. Hear more about him. They don't. You think? You think we'll talk about him more? I don't know. We'll see. TBD. I'm gonna try. I try to restrain from doing it because y'all just like tune out as soon as I say James Harden. Oh yeah. All right. So. NBA awards predictions. 
You guys go first. Uh, I don't want to go first this time. Are we starting with the all NBA team or the. Let's do the MVP DPOI and then we'll do. I didn't lie. I didn't do that, but I can. Man, I, I, don't, I don't see that. Yeah, I didn't it see wasn't it on the list. list. Oh, I thought you me and Adam agreed that. Teams. Well, I thought me and you agreed that we were going to do it. And then I told them later, hey, I told you all today, like, check the dot. I thought I, I did check oh, the dot. I, 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 I didn't see that on there. Is but it yeah, not in there? Uh, I, can, I can go off the top of my head, man. It's fine. Oh, it's not uh, in there. MVP, my fault. Yeah, you're good. MVP, uh, I mean, it's. It's a few guy race. I, I think it's I think it's obviously Nikola Jokic is in there. Going to be talking about him. Jason Tatum. I feel like he's got a chance. And uh, I don't know Luka Doncic. Does he have any? It really depends on the Mavs. I just don't know that the Mavs are going to be good enough to give him the award. But uh, I think I'm going to have to go with Jason Tatum this year. I expect the Boston Celtics are probably going to have the best record in the East. Maybe the best record in the NBA. He's going to be the best player on that team, clear and far away. They're going to be a good defensive team. Drew Holiday, we all know what the Boston Celtics are. I think it's time for Jason Tatum to get his award. Um, I thought I was going to have the different answer because I thought you were going Jokic, but I was going to pick Jason Tatum too. Um, I think, you know, the not Nick, let's try to, you know, be a little different. Let's not go with Jokic, who is the favorite uh, to win his third MVP. Um, but like all the points Adam said, I believe, you know, they've got – most of their unit together, it's not, you know, they're not going to have this, you know, learning period like maybe the Bucks are going to have trying to get, you know, Damian Lillard integrated. I feel like it's a more easier transition just putting in Chris Porzingis, who is a center. It's just easier to play. Uh, Jason Tatum, he's got to win one eventually, right? So, you know, he started off great this season with 34-11-4 against the New York Knicks, starting off with a W. I got Jason Tatum. Okay, so you, y'all were all going off MVPs, and then we're going to the next one? Sure. Yeah. Okay, for my MVP, I have a different answer. I got Steph Curry. I don't think that they need to be a top three seed for him to win MVP. I think that with the lack of, you know, with losing Jordan Poole, some of that offense, and with Clay probably regressing another year, and Draymond maybe mm-hmm. as well, I think Steph Curry, if he carries them to like a top five seed, like he could even be a six seed like Jokic was or Westbrook was seven seed. I think if Curry has another crazier, he could win an MVP. It's not out of the realm of possibility. It's not, but I, 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 don't, I don't see it. I, don't see it. I didn't want to say I just, Jokic. To, I just, um, no, no, I, 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 can, I respect a different answer just, for there's sure. A list of, there's a list of guys I would have went to first, and I, I just don't – I think they'd have to be crazy. Like I think we'd have to be seeing like a top two, top three seed Warriors – He's having crazy stats just because he's already got his, and that's how the NBA works. They don't give a guy awards once he's already got his unless he's crazy. Yeah, that's true. I just don't think, like I said, he doesn't at this point where he doesn't need to be a top three seed to necessarily at least be a, a top three, you know, candidate. So Maybe. I, I think he'll be up there. I think it will be Jokic. I think Tatum will be there. And then I was debating Curry or Luka, and I just, you all know me, I ain't going to choose Luka. Yeah, you hate Luka Doncic, so but I, I think he's got an argument this year. Uh, DPOY, I, I think I go Bam. I, I think this is a guy that's been around the award, been discussing the award. He's consistently one of the best defensive players of the, in the NBA. Oh, shit. Whoa. Uh, I think it's time for him to finally get one as well, uh, just like Jason Tatum. So let's let's give it to Bam this year. 
Not bad. Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Evan Mobley here. Uh, I do think the Cavaliers are going to have the, you know, regular season record. I do have them as a top three seed uh, that, you know, you're probably going to have a, a great defense to do that. And Evan Mobley is going to be the, the, the man responsible for that for the most part. Uh, Evan Mobley is, he was, I want to say he was runner up last year. Was he not? Or he was at least top three. So he was runner up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got Evan Mobley. I'm with you. I had Evan, I thought Evan Mobley should have won it last year. Uh, won't go back into that debate. I think he will win it this year. So, yeah, you got two for Evan Mobley. I like the Bam one, too. I think he's a more versatile defender, but I think Evan Mobley can be that as well. And although I don't think he'll make that offensive jump, we're strictly talking defense here. I think he's among already the best in the league. If not, you know, will be the best if he wins this award. Okay. I like it. Where do we want to go next? Let's go with six men. We got the two two big awards out of the way. Six men in a year, man. Uh, that's a tough one. I don't have one off I the got top mine of my head. if you're already. I do. I got, I I got, got one. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Rudy, you got it or me? Uh, I'll go ahead. Uh, I got Norman Powell, man. I don't know how many people are going to have Norman Powell. <laughs> Why'd you do that? That's my, that's my guy. You, you got the same guy? <laughs> No, no, no. no uh, okay. I just like Norman Powell as a player. I like him as a player. Okay, yeah. This could not happen just simply because we know Kawhi and PG are traditionally miss a lot of games and he might start a lot of games. But if they do play, yeah. I could definitely see him being a top three candidate. <laughs> I mean, if you were watching him in the playoffs last year, bro was dropping 40 pieces. Uh, this guy is just can be super explosive off the bench. And, I, again, I'm trying to go with some different names, some fun names here for my uh, award winners. So, I'm going with Norman Powell. My other option was going to be Malik Monk. Are you going the homer pick, Jason? That, yeah, I was about to say, that's that's probably who I'm going. I'm taking Malik Monk. Uh, he was electric last year. This is a dude that's always been great score, heat guy off the bench, and I think we're going to continue to see that this year. I'd go Malik Monk. I like it. Um, so mine is actually going to be Manuel Quickly. Um, started off strong, especially tonight. Uh, leading score for the New York Knicks in a very hard fought game against the Celtics. Uh, I've just always like I I've never realized that, but I, I guess I do have a type when it comes to players. I noticed that when we did our favorite players draft. I like buckets, man. I like guys who just go out there and get you a bucket. Um, been watching this guy since his rookie year, and he he passed uh, that boy nice test when I watched him. I'm just watching, it, like man, that boy nice. Um, and he's actually improved his game a good amount. Uh, Knicks fans have definitely been raving about the steps forward he took defensively. Um, and he arguably should have won it uh, just last year over Malcolm Brogdon. I know a lot of Knicks fans were upset about that, so I, I, I think he gets it this year, man. I'm not mad at that. I I, I do agree with if when people say that the sixth man of the year is most, most likely going to the highest scorer, <laughs> so it could be him. Usually. Yeah. I just think like, Powell is probably a better overall player, well, all a well-rounded player, but yeah, for it's just for just talking scoring and what he did tonight. If he keeps that up, I would like to see him do it in the playoffs. But you know, this regular season, so he could easily win it. Yeah. What you got next? Uh, rookie of the year. I mean, that's easy, Victor. <clears throat> Unless you're a Chet guy. Yeah, I'm going Victor. It's 
it's changed. Yeah, for sure. I definitely got to go Victor. Um, okay, yeah. We don't need to discuss that one then. Most improved player? <laughs> That's a tough one. I, I, I don't like to go the, I don't want to do the, you know, like the John Morant six man of the year. I don't like that one. I, I wasn't a fan of that. Anthony or, uh, Edwards. <laughs> yeah, Anthony Edwards is going to be the most improved player this year. Even like a like a Mikael Bridges, like we saw what he was, a Cade Cunningham. Like that was just stupid. Like don't give it to guys like that. Um, I got that being said, I almost want to go the same guy I had last year, but it's fucking homer pick. So, but uh, I really want to go PJ Washington, man. It's most improved player. Dude scored about 15 points a game last year. I think he could easily jump him to that 20 points a game guy. He dominates the ball, the game in a lot of different ways. He was our best defensive player last year. Of course, Mark Williams is in to take a little bit of that heat off. But I think he's definitely a guy that could jump, but also he's a Charlotte Hornet, so nobody cares if he jumps. Uh, more likely, I, I think Sangoon's got a shot. I, I definitely think he could be in that conversation for a most improved player. So uh, I wouldn't be mad at seeing him win it. Okay, I appreciate the love. Uh, I have Franz Wagner, man. Watching him today, just, I know, like I said, overreacting to all these season debuts, but he looked great. He's a complete player. Uh, the other choice I had was, because um, uh, you had mentioned John Moran, I was thinking his teammate, Desmond Bain, because he's going to get, he's going to be like the number one guy over there offensively. So, sure. if he can stay healthy. It's a one-name man. That was my pig. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got a different name? Or you could just, you can you can explain why. Well, no, no. Like you said, uh, he's, you know, you're going to have John Moran out for, how long is it? 30 games? 25. 30-something? 25? Okay, so you're going to have a good portion of the season more than a quarter of that where Desmond Bain is going to have to be your best player offensively. Um, he's going to have to, you know, carry that scoring load, dropping 31 points tonight in and out to the Pelicans. Um, yeah, he arguably got robbed of it two years ago when Ja won it. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, I definitely think Desmond Bain can, yeah, I think he averaged about 21 and four-ish last year. i, I don't see why that can't jump up to 25 or so. He's got a just an amazing shot, you know, great touch around the rim, strong. He's a, he's a really good player, man. I, I got Desmond Bain. Yeah, I love that one. I love Very that answer. Possible. Very possible. All right, we're doing coach of the year. Hmm. No shot. I had the uh... – I don't know. I mean – Michael Malone? Like, I got a I uh, what's his name? Missoula in, in, like, in, in Indiana. Jeez, I can never remember his name. Uh, wait, no, it's not the same guy. I was thinking of the one from like the Hebrew. Probably means he don't need a coach of the year. To be honest, that's Frank Vogel. No, he, he or yeah, and then the guy from the Maverick who used to be coaching Rick Carlisle. Luka, Rick Carlisle. Like, Rick Carlisle. There yeah. you go, Rick Carlisle. Because I got the Pacers making the up uh, as a playoff lock. I think if he if he does, maybe him. JB Bickerstaff, maybe. But uh, low key, could it be Greg Popovich if the Spurs make the like get a top eight seed? You know, it, this uh, sounds crazy, but um, I got I got a uh, Michael Malone. Uh, I don't believe 
believe he's won. Yeah, he has no head or coach of the year. I, I don't see why the barring any injuries, little knock on wood, that that doesn't happen to them. Lord knows that franchise has suffered enough um, of those. So, yeah, I got Michael Malone uh, winning coach of the year. I think they're going to be a great regular season team. I think they're going to, not that it matters, but they're going to be a great postseason team. Uh, best record in the league, possibly. So, I got Michael Malone. Yeah, I can see it happening. But, you know, like I said, people, everyone expects the Nuggets to be right up there. But what, 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 what if it's... He doesn't have a coach of the year, so that's why, you know. What about the Bucks head coach? Because he's a brand new coach. Adrian Griffin? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think that's a, like, if you want to go, like, top team pick, obviously, like Missoula, Griffin, that's an obvious pretty high up there i think a dude that could be a sleeper maybe could be quinn snyder his first full year with the hawks if he can you know kind of turn around away from what that team was last year and make them into you know top five top six team i think he has a shot yeah that's a fair point i just i have him in the nine spot so i just don't see them even i just that's uh, fair yeah Yeah. i'm not a hawks guy i just think they'll be good this year we'll see they lost to the hornets (laughs) Hornets are a good basketball team, man. What can I say? We're getting the uh, we're getting the pig trophy. Apparently, I didn't know that was a thing until today. But apparently, there's a there's a trophy of a pig that uh, whoever wins the Hawks Hornets series for the year gets to keep. Which we wow. have because we, we won the series against them. No, I don't no, know. So we're we're glossing over what a pig. Yeah, I don't like, even know what to. It's a trophy of a pig, and apparently, whoever wins the series gets to keep it. This was the and first it's... time I'd ever seen it. Was tonight. What is the correlation with Atlanta and Charlotte? Barbecue. I mean, we're three hours apart right down the highway. I don't know. Oh, barbecue is a Texas thing. Oh. <laughs> I don't Y'all just got like one thing of brisket, and that's like Texas barbecue. Yeah, respect brisket, man. Jason. Oh, no, I like brisket. I'm, I'm talking to Jason. That's the only thing y'all got barbecue-wise. Oh, Jason don't like brisket? Yeah, he's never tried it. It's just- no, that's not true. I've tried it plenty. It's just <laughs> underwhelming every time. Give me some good rack of ribs over brisket any day. I will. I won't lie. Like a good rack of ribs falling off the bone. Yeah. Now that's that's any day, any day. Very fair. All right, let's get into these predict predictions for the All NBA teams. No, the... no clutch player of the year. Oh, yeah, I but yeah, I can't even predict that. I don't know. I would I say you can. Like I would say Luca. Like Luca hits Multiple. a shit ton of game winners. That's fair. That's probably a good pick. They'll probably need him to be that way this year. But Kyrie is the more clutch player on that team. Is he? I mean, I don't know about historically, that. yeah. That yeah, that one that one shot yeah did did change Kyrie's career forever. He did it on Christmas the next season too. Fadeaway mid-range jumper on Clay Thompson. Mm. Got him. That's one of the no, best regular season games I've ever seen. Off topic, but I know y'all said it earlier about every team play today. Only two teams that haven't played are the Sixers and the Bucks. They play tomorrow. That's interesting. I don't know why, but that's that's really weird to have twenty eight teams yeah. play and just yeah, I don't know. whatever. Yeah, well, they're the not the letting Sixers James Harden play, so I'm not watching. What they felt like. You're gonna watch. You're not watching the first game of Dame and Giannis just because of James Harden. Yeah, I seen Dame play, bro. I don't know. Bro, get out. 
just move on, man. Just move on. We don't need more Harden talk. Come on. All right, yeah, let's, all, let's do all teams. Let's predict the all NBA teams 2024. I'll start off. Let me find you do your first my team? list. Yeah, let's do first team all NBA. So I got Steph Curry. I got Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Nikola Jokic. That's my all NBA first team. Respect the Booker. It's not bad. Steph Curry a little too high, but. All right, uh, my first team, I got Luka Doncic, Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, and Nikola Jokic. I just don't like the two centers. This guy's just copying me. I had the exact same first team. Luka, Giannis, Jokic, Tatum, Embiid. What are you saying, Rudy? Go ahead. I don't like the two centers thing. I mean... They should both be there, man. It's positionless. I know, but I still went with two guards, three, three big men, or three forwards. We're just not following the new format, man. I don't, I don't yeah, care. I'm following my you're, format. You're, you're an old head, man. You got to give it the time. <laughs> I put Steph Curry in there because I think he's going to win MVP, so I want to stay consistent. I had Curry up there, but then I realized I was going to do Tatum for MVP, so Tatum can't win MVP in the second team. So oh, I got that. Okay, so my second team All-NBA I got Shea Gilgis Alexander. I got Anthony Edwards, Kevin Durant, Zion Williamson, and then Joel Embiid. So that's my all NBA second team. Adam, I know you have some thoughts. Why y'all so quiet, bro? I was just just waiting for Adam to say something. (laughs) I thought he. No, I mean, I I don't expect Ant to make an all team. But At all? Okay. No. All right. I wouldn't be. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if he makes like the third team, but I, I'd be pretty surprised if he's making the second team. No, I won't. It's a little higher than what I had him, but overall, I don't think it's too bad. I'll go ahead and say off mine. My second All NBA team. I'm going with Devin Booker, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Stephen Curry, LeBron James, and why don't I have a fifth player here? What is going on? Good lord. Kevin Durant, right? See, I thought about it, but I don't, I just, I don't know. Did I say LeBron? Yeah, you said LeBron. Yeah, you just said LeBron. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. That's the one where I really struggled um, because, you know, the whole, he, I don't think he's played 65 games since he's been here, but if they're doing this whole new, you know, we're going to not play him any more than 30 minutes, I really like his chances to reach that 65 game threshold. So I I was really close to just leaving him off completely, strictly based off the sixty five games thing. Um, but I, I do yeah, think I, he do think he gets that in. I kind of ignored that for the most part because I I'm not gonna sit here and try to predict how many games every player plays. So I, I, I did know, it. Maybe, maybe guys are just really gonna fight for this sixty five game thing. You know, come in I foul did it. and then leave. I did it basically like I looked at Kevin Durant. I looked at his games play for the past five years. He's not even reaching 55 plus. I, I just can't expect him to play 65 plus games. So go ahead, Adam. That's fair. Yeah, I kind of ignored the 65 thing for the most part. But my second team, maybe a couple of surprises in here Trey Young, Damian Lillard, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James. I think Trey Young's the only surprising one, but it's so weird. It's like, it'd be tough. The yeah. level of point guard he actually is to where it sounds weird. Like, it's not crazy. 
I would have seen. I would have. No. I would prefer him more in the third team, but like a second team, he could have that kind of season. It would be a special season if he did that. That'd yeah, no, I, I think special. he has a chance to jump up there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's it sounds, but it's not crazy because he's like just not not this past season, but the season before that was like you know top he three point guard in points and assists. Like it's freaking ridiculous. Yeah. All right, so for my third team, All-NBA third team, I finally have Luka Doncic in there. And then I have Damian Lillard. Jesus Christ. Got LeBron James. Kawhi Leonard. I think he's going to play a lot of games this year. And then I have DeMontis Sabonis. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I I didn't even realize you have Luka on your third team. I mean, I was expecting y'all to say something earlier, but... No, I, I didn't even I didn't put that yeah, together. Didn't for me. Like, so Luca so will not play at a top ten level this year, is what you're saying. I think that's what he's saying. That's well, what you're saying. I didn't really saying. go with the positionless thing, so I think as far as guards, well, yeah, so but I don't think the Mavericks are going to be... be a top. He won't be a top four guard then. That might be worse. So, so who are the better guards? Uh, I had Shea, Anthony Edwards, Steph Curry, Devin Booker. I think all these teams will be better, and that could factor into it. Let me just you know, say I this. Let me, let me, let me, let me. I, I will put, I will put five hundred dollars down right now that there is no world where Anthony Edwards is on a higher team than Luka Doncic. I mean, I mean, this is my list. I mean, it's. I just don't think the Mavericks are going to be that good this year. So there was a year that the Rockets were like an eight seed. That's where I think the Mavericks could possibly be this year. And James Harden didn't make it the All-NBA team. So it's not – I mean, I know people love Luka compared to guy. James Harden, but – Luka's better. Yeah, he's not. <laughs> no, don't start it, please. No, uh, but I, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, if the if the Mavericks struggle, struggle, it definitely could hurt his chances. But I, I just can't imagine – I can't imagine him not being first team or second team. That's fair. All right, y'all go ahead. All right, so my third all-NBA team, I have Anthony Edwards, Damian Lillard, Jimmy Butler, Tyrese Halliburton, and Donovan Mitchell. Rudy, why are you making that face? You don't like it? It's a big jump for Tyrese. I like Tyrese, but all-NBA? I expect yeah, a big jump. Yeah, he was he was on the thirteenth. Okay. It was the first player I said. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I expected. I expected. I would figure you'd be on board with that because if you're expecting this big Pacers jump, he has to play at an All NBA level, pretty much. I think he barely Very misses fair. out. But even then, like I would have, like I don't have Donovan Mitchell on mine, and I would have put Donovan Mitchell over him. I mean, I have them both. Yeah, I know, but because that's because I have uh, Kawhi Leonard and Sabonis. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, I don't. Sabonis. I don't did see, y'all, did I don't y'all see not, Sabonis at all. Did y'all not have Zion? No. When I, has he? Okay, well, I, I will. I'll say. I'll say. I'll say. For me, I did the the threshold, like the game threshold. Yeah. I don't think Leonard nor or nor Zion will lose those games. Durant, I don't like it's nothing to do with their talent. I just don't think they'll play enough games. Um, and then as far as you know, the positions, I'm not doing like it's supposed to be positionless, so that's really the only reason why Sabonis got on last year because he was the third center. Yeah. Well, the three names that I was going back and forth with was Jimmy Butler, Bam, and Anthony Davis. 
But I ended up going with Sabonis just because I think he's going to give you mm-hmm. me a solid 23 and lead the league in rebounds again. Yeah, I don't know. I do. I, I, I don't. I don't like the positionless thing. I I don't like that. So, I mean, that's just how it is now. I, I mean, look, I'm gonna just say this: you. Julius Randle made the All NBA team last year, so it's not crazy to say Sabonis can make the All NBA team. I mean, he already did. I mean, yeah. okay. Let's just do I all defense. I'll go. Let, let, no, let me get. Man, you know, let me finish. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad, my bad, my <laughs> bad. No, I, I got a good one too. All right, All NBA third team. I got Shea Gilgis Alexander, Stephen Curry, Donovan Mitchell, Zion Williamson, and in his first season, Victor Wembanyama. Oh, I thought you were about to say Lamelo. Nope. I got Vic. I I I won't I won't lie. Expecting craziness. I thought about it, but I was like, I can't do it. I don't I don't think he's just got to be close to like the hype around this guy. He's just got to be close to where it's a conversation, and they're gonna put him in there. But like, if we're all projecting a lottery team for Spurs, how does he get on an All NBA team? I just think they I just think they give him the love. I just think with the the level of talent this guy has, the level of basketball player he can be and he will be this season, I, I think he can make it. I don't know why he can't. Six points and five fouls, by the way, at, at the moment. Man, if we want to be Mr. Week to Week like Rudy over there, you can. That's cool. Damn, I didn't realize he only hit six cool. points. I thought he was hooping. Based on today, Timberwolves ain't going to win a game, so <laughs> – I mean, based on the season, Wemby is not making All NBA, especially he's a damn lottery team, which we all have them in. I, by the way, we all had them as a lottery team. I thought you were gonna have Victor on all defensive team. Who says I don't? Oh, okay. No, I mean, if he's making All NBA, <laughs> he has to. I don't know how he gets on that, but not. why not? Okay, well, let's just go to all defense. So my first team all defense, I got Drew Holiday, Alex Caruso, Kawhi Leonard, Draymond Green, and Evan Mobley. Yeah, hmm. Definitely stuck to the, the position one for sure. <laughs> I just That's the way I do it. For it's easier sure. for me. And he, loves, he loves these guards. I mean, Alex Caruso and Drew yeah, Holiday, right, the two well, best guard defenders. They are, they are but... Yeah, guards just—I don't know. I don't expect many guards to be on the All NBA defense teams this year. I agree. Um, but my first All All Defensive Team, I have Evan Mobley, Jaron Jackson Jr., Bam Adebayo, Jaden McDaniels, and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Gotta stop with the Giannis, bro. He's got the reputation, bro. Bro, he didn't not make an All Defensive Team last year. Are you sure? Yes. Which I was very happy about because I was like, the glazing needs to stop. He's overrated as a defender. Just because, dude, just because you hate him doesn't mean I don't hate Giannis. You do hate Giannis. Y'all just overglaze him. Like, this shit's crazy, bro. It's just the truth of the matter. Like, you said Steph Curry's overrated. Giannis is overrated. That's an overrated player right there. I just become an old head, man. It's like when the new players come in and are better than the guys you used to like, you get sad. You're like, no, there's, there's no way this Luka Doncic guy could be better than James Harden. There's it's no not way true. Giannis Antetokounmpo could be better than Kevin Garnett. It's just, it he's already not. happened. You just got to move on, accept 
that people just get better over time at things. Basketball just evolved. And also, my pick for Giannis, like, I don't know if you, uh, I know your memory don't work too good sometimes, but I have acknowledged that I do think Giannis is a bit overrated as a defender. So I don't, I think this is more going to be a reputation thing. They're going to have a great record. You bring in Damian Lillard that allows, you know, some of that offensive load to, you get to take that off of Giannis. He gets to focus more on the defensive end. They're going to have a great record. He's not a, he's still a good defender. I don't think he's this top tier defender. Let's pull my neck. <laughs> but yeah, their, yeah. their defense gets better. That helps for sure. But yeah, bro, he going into my he was sorry. I just say he was the third best defender on his team last year, bro. He had two other great defenders. Like I mean, all right, do. But yeah, I'll go into my first team. I got Evan Mobley, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Jaron Jackson Jr., Bam Adebayo, and Anthony Davis. I mean, definitely yeah. thought about Davis, but I did the, the game special. Yeah, I, I understand that. But, yeah, if he gets 65, I think it's hard to imagine he's not making the defensive team at least. For sure. Yeah, I had him on my second team. My second team is <laughs> – you're going to hate this. Damn, I don't even want to read it anymore. I got, got Jaden McDaniels, Jimmy Butler, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, and Anthony Davis. Jaron Jackson – I mean, excuse me, Dylan Brooks is going to make Dylan. it. He's going to make Dylan it. Brooks and Jimmy Butler is just not happening. I'm I had to pick between Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, so I went with Jimmy Butler. That's ridiculous. I think he's going to lock in. How, how is it ridiculous? There's no way that Jimmy Butler makes the all-defensive de- team over Bam Adebayo. There's no scenario that that happens. Bam Adebayo is closer to winning a defensive player of the year than he is missing the all-defensive team. I think Jimmy Butler is going to – Jimmy Butler doesn't even play well in the regular season. I think he is this year. Why? Why this year? Why Why this year? Because everyone's... Any year does he just suddenly decide he really wants to try in the regular season? I think everyone's down the heat, which we all are for good reason, but I think he's going to try to show year up. we doubt the heat. I know. Literally every year we doubt the heat, and literally every year he's mediocre at best. I mean, he's the best two-way player. Player, if not one or two. We're getting a little too crazy. I feel like we're getting a little too crazy with the How are we getting crazy, bro? I didn't say he was a top no, ten he's, player. He's fine. He's fine. He just plays underwhelming in the regular season, like he does in much of the playoff games too. I just picked a, a Heat player between Bam and Jimmy, and I went Jimmy. I'm surprised that's the one you are mad about. <laughs> I guess. I respect it. I respect it. I, I'll go. I'll go ahead and say, say my second team. Um, I do have Drew Holiday, Alex Caruso. Showed a little bit of guard love. Draymond Green, OG Ananobi. Because, like I said earlier, I do expect a fire so with the Raptors. Ship him out. OG's gonna do what he does. Play great defense on hopefully a team where they can he can actually get some shine. And sleeper pick Chet Holmgren. Mm. Interesting. No Wimby. Uh, nah, I, I, it, it's a team thing. Team, team thing oh, that, okay. and, you know, these these are going to be, like, you know, like I said, I expect Ananobi to be traded to a good team where they use him. Holmgren, I got him. I have the Thunder as a playoff team. He's going to be a big reason for that. He's going to be the anchor of that defense. So, I don't think it's that crazy. No, I don't think so at all. But, I, I would I, if Vic gets the sixty-five games. It's hard to imagine he doesn't make the defensive team over Chet. But Chet's a good player. 
Um, yeah, I'll go on my second team. I already kind of hinted at it, but yeah, I got Victor Wembanyama, Jaden McDaniels, Drew Holiday, Nicholas Claxton, and I'm going with my guy, Mark Williams. I, he's phenomenal. He's been an absolute stud. The only reason he probably won't make it is because he's got that Charlotte Hornets logo on his chest and they don't like us. So, but I think he can be a top 10 defender. He looked ridiculous today. I love. I like. I really like Mark Williams. So it's not. I didn't consider him for this one. It's early. It's probably early. I. I think he's definitely. He's the kind of guy that in two, three years, I think he's definitely going to be on there. It may be a little early, but I'd rather be early on him than late. Wemby heard me, guys. He's got eleven and five now. Yeah, I just saw he started yeah, hooping. He's been playing well. He's, <laughs> he's got thirteen. Yeah. That shot. Oh, right. he just got in one. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Rookie teams, first team, awesome. first team all rookie. I got Scoot Henderson. It's Amen Thompson, Asar Thompson, Chet Ongrim, and Victor Wembanyama. Both. I disrespect okay. my guy, but it's fine. He's not starting. It doesn't matter. What? Well, Amen. He, he will be. I'm sure. Amen Thompson. Yeah, I know. I was about to say Amen and Asar aren't starting either, but I mean, I had him on the second team. Barely. It's just disrespect, but it's fine. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, yeah, my my first team, Victor Wembanyama, Chet Holmgren, Scoot Henderson, Brandon Miller, and Homer pick here, Jairus Walker, because I do expect him to take over that four position. I think Indiana is going to be a really good team this year. And go Cougs. That's, that's my reasoning. Go ahead, Adam. Yeah. Let's see. Where did my list go? Okay, first team. I've obviously got Vic, Chet Holmgren, School Henderson, Brandon Miller, obviously. And then I will also go uh, Amin Thompson. Why not? Give him some respect. I was having – the four were obvious. It was that fifth pick that I was having a little hard time with. Yeah. I just think Asar is – I don't know. I'll just edge him out. It's not even Brandon Miller hate. I was trying to fit him in there. I just felt like with him not starting, and once Miles Bridges comes back, he, I don't know how much scoring they're going to rely on him, and that's how he would get in there because he's not going to do a whole lot of anything else, in my opinion. I mean, it's your opinion. It's wrong, but it's your opinion. I mean, we'll see. All right, so at my second team all-rookie, this one's tough because – I don't know who's going to be playing right now, so this is just a like literally a prediction opinion. So I went Homer, Cam Whitmore, hopefully he plays. Keontae George, hopefully he plays. I put Brandon Miller in there. He should be on the first team, but I do think the, the top five, it's just it's whatever. It's pick your poison there. And then I have Jairus Walker, and I got Derek Lively because he's going to start. I think he's the only starting center, so that's why I put him in there. So... That's my yeah, second I like team. I have a few, of the, few of the same players. I do have the Thompson twins, Amanda and Asar Thompson, on the second team. I do as well have Keontae George, and I do have Derek Liley. But my fifth pick, I'm going to go with Jaime Jaquez from the Miami Heat. Um, they just develop players very well over there. I'm sure this guy in a game six of the – Eastern Conference semifinals is going to drop 30 points because that's just what the Heat do with their role players. They'll lose a Gabe Vincent and they'll just make a new one. That Heat developmental team is just, they're on their A game. So I got Jaime Jaquez. 
Yeah, I was trying to get him in all with these teams. Yeah, did he do that? He'll turn somebody into something. Yeah, second team, I got the other twin, Asar Thompson, Jarris Walker, Keontae George, Cam Whitmore, and Grady Dick. Mm. Grady Dick. I like the dick love. Why not, man? Why not? All right, so yeah, so that's all our all-NBA all teams. The rookie ones, that's going to be interesting because it's like we don't know who's going to end up playing. Some There's usually a guy that just kind of pops up out of nowhere and plays really well, aka like Austin Reed or something like that. But uh, let's get into the TikTok stuff so we can get out of here. So I do my best every week to cook up some very interesting things and realizing that's what really gets people going, especially on YouTube and Instagram. Okay, let's get it up here. Where is it at? Okay, first one is, remember it's TikTok, so just keep your answers short and sweet. So the first thing is, are these NBA players in or out of their prime? Now, they could be past it, or they could be before it, or they could be, like, you know, in it. So Steph Curry, is he in or out of his prime? He's in the tail end, he's in the tail end of his prime. That's fair. Yeah, I definitely say he's after his prime. He's he's he's. It's not like he's far out of it, but he's a little bit out of it. I think he's still in it, and I think he's going to be in it for this year, next year, and then the following year. I'll be like, ah, I don't know at that point because maybe the age starts to show. But I mean, I was just watching him in the first game of the season against the Suns, and he still has the speed, the quickness, the step is still there. I think he's hundred percent still in his prime. Okay, what about Kevin Durant? <sighs> Same boat. I just, I still believe in Kevin Durant's capabilities. I'm going to say he's in the tail end of his prime. I know he struggled against the Warriors, but man, it's just his skills just translate very well. I, I, I do believe he's going to age gracefully. I know he had that rough playoff series, but I do think he's in the tail end of his prime. Yeah, it's pretty much the same thing. He's he's reaching that tail end of his prime as well. Uh, it's, you know, there these guys aren't MVP players anymore, despite what Rudy may believe. But they're they're at the tail end of their prime. Oh, Curry is. I don't think I don't think Kevin Durant is. I think Kevin Durant is out of his prime. I think he's been out of his prime since that year, the twenty twenty one season. I think after that season, he was out of his prime and passed it. All right. Next thing we're gonna do is we're gonna blind rank these past NBA MVPs. So and they're only from the 2010s and up. So I'm you don't have to think about all of them in history where they possibly could be. So the first name I'm, and it's five names I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys. The first name is 2014 Kevin Durant. Now y'all have to agree on this because there's not a third person for y'all to vote on. But Kevin Durant 2014. I think I'm okay with three. I think there's some better guys coming for sure. Definitely. So KD at three? KD at three. Okay, the next name is 2011 Derrick Rose. Five. I knew this was coming and I was prepared to say five. It's a five, unfortunately. Shout out D. Rose. Okay, the next name is 2017 Russell Westbrook. Two or four, what do you think? I'm not opposed to putting him over Durant, but it is kind of crazy to say he's over Durant. 
I prefer, I know you had the, you know, historical first, you know, triple double season since Oscar. Great for that. But I mean, Katie not, was, just, not oh, Katie was just on another level, man. I mean, but all the game winners, the crazy shots Russell's was hitting yeah, that season. Too, like, it was more than just the triple double. People kind of look at that in the stat book and, you know, want to hammer it down to that. But he was crazy that year. But I, I think four probably. No, he was. So we going four. Four. Okay, so yeah. Russell Westbrook at four. The next name is James Harden, twenty eighteen. Number two. You going number two? Yeah. Okay. That James. was what his 35, 34 points per yeah, game that season. That was not bad. It wasn't the thirty six. It was like thirty two. I want to say. I don't remember. I should know. I'm embarrassed. Okay, the last name is 2007 Dirk Nowitzki. Wait, you said 2010s. Yeah, oh, I did say, say oh, shit. Oh, I, I, re, I, I fixed us. it. You bamboozled us. No, I fixed it. I fixed it already. I just I left that one on there, didn't erase it. It's 2022 Nikola Jokic. Oh, number one. I was yeah. waiting for him. I was expecting him, and I left number one open for him. Okay, so y'all ended up with Nikola Jokic at one, James Harden at two. KD at three, Russell Westbrook at four, and Derrick Rose at five. I think I did it perfectly. I like it. That's the first time. Sure the other times we've done it with Julio, y'all been. Harden, that's about the only argument. Swap who? Yeah. KD and Harden. That's stop probably it, please the only stop. difference I would make. Stop. <laughs> you don't even know what he dropped that season, man. It doesn't matter. Which you don't matter how you gonna make a case for it. You don't even know what he Bro, dropped. Bro, he was that like season. second in assists and first, like second in scoring. Yeah, but he wasn't Kevin Durant. Oh, what's that? Kevin Durant okay. was was more iconic, you know. Who oh, it was not. You the real MVP. You the real MVP still says to this day, like that's yeah. Kevin and then he Durant. lied to Russell Westbrook right in front of his face. And don't change his MVP season, man. All right, next thing we're gonna do is which NBA team will win more games this season? I know we've already said it on last week's show, but just just for TikTok, the Sacramento Kings or the Minnesota Timberwolves. Sacramento. I got the Timberwolves. I got the Timberwolves. I think the Kings will slightly regress. Last year, they pretty much had a perfect season, at least healthy, health-wise. And I think the Timberwolves have just a higher ceiling as a team going forward. So, including this season, I think the Timberwolves will get more wins. Okay. Which of these two NBA, which of these NBA players will average more points per game this season, Devin Booker or Jason Tatum? Jason Tatum for sure. He's got a lot less. Uh, I don't know. Does he have less around him taken away from him? I I, I would argue so. Uh, Devin Booker's got to fight with KD and Bradley Beal for a lot of the season for points, and I think he's going to take a lot more of that facilitator role than Jason Tatum would have to. Yeah, I'm going to side with Adam here. I'm going to go with Jason Tatum. I mean, we both had this guy, you know, winning MVP. So you're definitely going to have to be at or near the top of the scoring list. So I, I've definitely got to go Jason Tatum here because, like he said, he's got a lot of firepower there, over there in Phoenix. I got Devin Booker. I think Jason Tatum and Devin Booker both have, like, a really good supporting cast in terms of people who are going to be taking care of – are going to be – handling some of the scoring, but I think Devin Booker's going to be more efficient with it, and I'll take him slightly. All right, next thing we're going to do is which of these NBA players is more likely to be voted in as an all-star this season? 
Oh, as an all, which of these two players is like more likely to be voted in as an All Star starter this season? <laughs> Anthony Edwards or Shea Gilgis Alexander? Shea for sure. It's Shea. Yeah, I got Shea as well. All the love to Anthony Edwards, but I do think it's Shea. Then I thought I thought Jason might say Ant. He wanted to. I mean, I had one on my second team and one on my third team. So well, that's before I knew that. So. Okay, that's true. Okay, let's get into some football ones. Which NFL wide receiver – this is a question for you guys. Which NFL wide receiver has more fantasy points after week seven? Is it Puka Nakua or Keenan Allen? Hmm. They've both gone crazy. Keenan's coming off a couple of stinkers. Puka – Y'all have already had your buy. Have the Rams had a buy? Have the Rams had a buy? I don't – Think no so. I don't think they have. I don't think so. so. I'm going Puka. I'd say Puka as well. Bro, I was literally checking and my phone died. But it is Puka and Akua. He's at 146 and Keenan's at 133. Oh, at least you had the answer. I'm tired. You were like, we'll never know. Well, no, <laughs> I knew what the answer up. was. I just didn't write down the numbers. So I was going to check and my phone died yeah. literally in my hand. My gosh. Okay, now what about this one? Amon Ross St. Brown or DJ Moore? Who has more fantasy points? Amon Ross. I think it's Amon Ross now. Yeah. It is DJ Moore. Really? That 50 point is caring. <laughs> and I'm, sure. it sucks that my phone. Let me see. If, can I pull it up? Real, can someone pull it up real quick? Cause, what would I look up for that? Because I was looking on the fantasy app. Jason, I'm looking at you. I. Hold on. I don't know if this is PPR or not. Well, it was PPR. Uh, but... I think DJ, yeah. Was... It was on the fantasy app is all I looked at. Let the number go. Let the number a second ago. This is just showing me stats. Who cares about that? It looks like DJ Moore has 94 and Amon Ra has 72. Well, I was Moore at... has also played one more game, but mm, there it is. You got the number, Jason, for PPR. I I just... Oh, was that it for PPR? I think so, man. Okay, I'm... or I guess no, one fourteen for DJ Moore and ninety eight for. There Amon you go. Ra. That's, That's probably PPR. Okay, so DJ Moore is at low. Yeah, DJ Moore is so at technically one... Amon Ra has more. 0.1 more per game, but DJ Moore's played one more game. Ah, okay, that makes sense. So DJ Moore edges him out with about 15 points. Okay, let's moving on. Let's do a start. Let's do a start bench cut with Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, and Trevor Lawrence based off this season. Okay, I'm gonna start Josh Allen bench Lamar Jackson cut Trevor Lawrence. Okay, Jason, you go ahead. Let's start Lamar Jackson. I was going to say, it's Lamar. going to bench Trevor Lawrence, and I'm going to cut Josh Allen, cut them damn turnovers, and I'll consider not cutting you. Yeah, I'm also going to, It's for me, it's for sure Lamar Jackson. And then it's kind of a toss-up. I'm not the Josh, Josh Allen guy. I'm going to go with Trevor Lawrence. Like Jason said, stop turning the damn ball over. Uh and, uh, how can how can you say that about Josh Allen but not Lamar Jackson? Like he's one of the most fumbles versus quarterbacks picks. in the NFL. They 
they have the same result. <laughs> they have the exact same result. It's not like Josh Allen. He's got seven picks on the year. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, he's struggling, but I, I just I trust him more. Yeah, you, think, more you think you think you think you think Lamar's picks are bad? You should see some of them Josh Allen picks. Some of those are terrible. Yeah. Yeah, but I can get more out of Josh Allen. Fifteen mm. touchdowns out of Josh Allen. You don't give you don't give fifteen touchdowns. I mean, that's nice when you got Stephon Diggs. Matter, man. Uh, we we we've seen the rotations go around there. Maybe he just don't know how to use wide receivers since. Bro, he wide has no wide receivers. There. What the hell? Every year we say that, and then he gets a wide receiver. Oh, he's got a wide receiver. We thought he mad. had got wide. Like, he he didn't get any receivers. wide receivers this year. Bateman well, is not doing this game. It's just because it's it's he doesn't know how to use his wide receivers. I don't know, bro. I don't know about that one. All right, let's I'm go. I'm taking them 15 touchdowns over them eight touchdowns, though. That's all I'm going to say. I'll take Stephon Diggs over all the receivers. I'll trade all the receivers just for Stephon Diggs and then have a couple other tight ends on the – I'll run like three tight and ends Stephon or Stephon Diggs. Stephon Diggs' production would go to shit just like every other quarterback I don't that's know about that. to go to the Baltimore Ravens or wide receiver. I just – I hear the hate in your voice, man. <laughs> it's just the truth, man. That I, it, how how many years do wide receivers have to be terrible there before we start going? Maybe, maybe it's not all the wide receivers. You fault. literally are. That's so controversial. Which is the, Hollywood the Brown, terrible Hollywood wide Brown receivers. Got out of there. Hollywood Brown got out of there. Is playing with Joshua Dobbs and is a better receiver than he was when he was in Baltimore. I don't know about that. It's just the truth. Hollywood Brown has never been better since he left the Baltimore Ravens. Well, so you think Josh Jobs is better than Lamar Jackson? I don't think he's better. I just think they go to receivers more. I think it's part of the system, too. They've always been a system. That so then why are you like blaming Lamar? Receivers. I'm not blaming Lamar. I'm just saying the, the offensive coordinator until this year has understood the limitations of his quarterback and used him in a really good way to make him a top five quarterback in his MVP season. I don't know. I just all I know is that the receivers over there. My quarterback does not throw the ball well down the field, so I'm going to utilize the hell out of this tight end, and we're going to run the ball like crazy, and we're going to be a great team. I know you watch the game because you watch all Steelers games. You watch the game that they played against the Ravens. Like seven drop passes in that game. It's like generational being dropped passes. Yeah, no, he had a lot of unfortunate drop passes, but that did not come into the fact that he was fumbling and throwing interceptions at the end of the game when it was time to be clutch. Okay, well, we'll move on for time's sake. We'll move on. Okay, which of these two NFL teams is more likely to make a Super Bowl run, the Detroit Lions or the Miami Dolphins? Now, you got to keep conference in mind here. It's true, but it's still the Miami Dolphins. I just don't think the Detroit Lions can compete with the Niners. I don't think they can compete with the Eagles. I don't think they can compete with the Cowboys, if I'm going to be entirely honest right now. So I, I think Miami's got a better shot of going up there and beating some of the better teams. Uh, I guess I'll agree. Definitely don't like either of their chances. Um, but <clears throat> Miami's definitely, you know, they've got, you can at least count on them. I mean, I would hope to have, be in a shootout once they play these good teams. I haven't seen it yet, but, you know, I'll be optimistic, uh, that, you know, come playoff time, you know, they'll be able to win a 41 to 38 kind of game, game cause their defense just stinks, but their offense is amazing. I think the Lions have just as good of a chance, but I'd probably leave Miami as well just because that offense is super, super explosive. But the Lions' offense can be super, super explosive as well. I don't know. That one's tough. All right. 
Next thing, only got two more. One's got to go. Mid-point guard edition. D'Angelo Russell, Josh Giddy, Fred Van Fleet, or Ben Simmons? I mean, obviously Ben Simmons if we're going off the past uh, few years. But going into this year, Fred Van Fleet can go bye-bye. This man didn't watch the game today. Obvious. Obvious. No, I did not watch the Rockets game today. I had a lot better things to do, which was watch Hornets basketball. I'm I'm gonna go with D'Angelo Russell, man. I hate to be picking on the guy today, but I'll go with D'Angelo Russell. No, you do not. You love going at D'Angelo. Any chance, any chance you get to go at D'Angelo Russell, you take it. So don't give me this. I hate to do this, but no, you do not. You like defending him? Argument for Ben Simmons over any of these guys, if unless you're just trying to project that he's going to turn it around. I think he will. I didn't watch the Nets game today, so I don't know what happened, but. Uh, you know, I'm going with D'Lo. I would have went with D'Lo or, or Josh Giddy. Yeah, I'll go Ben Simmons, I guess. You know, the defensive upside is there. He had, you know, a whopping four points tonight. Ten rebounds and nine assists, though. You'd love to see that. So, if he can just get his head right, you know, he can be what he once was. But mm-hmm. until I see it. Nah, I'm Who, who's a better player right now, Josh Giddy or Ben Simmons? Way. My phone is going down, but go ahead. Well, I just want to ask you, so who's a better no. player right now, Josh Giddy or Ben Simmons? Josh Giddy, obviously. Josh Giddy, I guess. I'm not big on either of them. Josh <laughs> I know, it's a, it's a mid question, but okay. Last thing, and then we can all go to sleep. Is this player overrated, underrated, or properly rated? Justin <clears throat> Herbert. It just depends on who you ask. Really. Yeah. <laughs> There's some people who, which hopefully I can finish this sentence. I'm at now at 1%, but I'll try to be quick. Um, Justin Herbert, to some people who think he's all he is is a blown lead in the playoffs, 27 points, completely underrated. People, you know, that try to put him, you know, top two in the league, top three, when he hasn't really done much to deserve that. A little overrated. I'd like to think I have him a bit, a bit properly rated. I think he's in that, you know, five, four, five, six-ish tier. I, I think that's properly rating him. Yeah, I, I think properly rated just the same. Yeah, properly rated just because it's just two ends of the spectrum for whoever you talk to. Okay, Chargers suck. Justin Herbert does not suck. The Chargers do. Go ahead. Okay, what about Brock Purdy? Jason, go ahead. See if we can get it out of you. Uh, Brock Purdy. I, who are you talking to, though? Like, <laughs> General fans. I'll just. I'll, I'll. Yeah. I'll go. You know, overrated. People are putting this guy. You know, top MVP candidate, and just he was never that. He's a. He's a okay quarterback in an amazing system with an amazing coach with amazing weapons. Um, overrated. Yeah, based on what we've seen from this guy, he's somewhere between uh, top quarterback in the league and Trey Lance, so I'm going to go with a little bit of overrated. Yeah, I think he's overrated as well. Uh, I'm turning I'm turning the tide on him. But that's going to do it. Jason's phone's about to die. We got a long episode in for you guys. Y'all keep subscribing. We'll see y'all next time, guys. Oh